0: All right, um, okay, that was very high, um, but anyways, um, I'm so excited, guys, to have uh, um, if I was making I was gonna say, um, you know, the pool is here, yeah. <laughs> po, 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 po. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think I have the hyphenate, um, takarani mariba. <laughs> it is i it is it is talkie. i am here hey talkie. very excited <laughs> to be here yes um i'm so excited um oh I don't know, Like literally we've, we have been talking for so long, I don't know yeah. where to even start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, but, to, to uh, say
1: there's a beginning to start from would be a lie, yes, uh, but definitely. maybe he give people context as to how we know each other.
0: Yes, definitely. Okay. So, um, you're listening to a conversation between uh, Taki and Shepard Pandeka, and uh, we met in... Uh, Oh, oh no. If we talk about where we met, because <laughs> I remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I was like, okay, wait. Where did we meet? I was like, I wanted to start in, in high school because no I think that's kind of like we met. We, well, re-met. we remet. We yeah. remet. yes. But we actually grew up uh, in the same church, Assemblies mm. of God. Indeed. And, Is that um, branch? talking about Assemblies of God, I actually just met your dad as well, came to my wedding.
2: Really? Yeah, it was oh, really lovely. nice.
0: Um, um, and then. Um, then I think I where think it meant more was mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. because, at least, we, we are not adults but we're older, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're seeing ourselves evolve, yeah. as we as we grow up, yeah. And um,
1: and we spent, I think, a significant amount of time together given that it was a boarding school, it was a boarding school, yes, yes, yes. exactly. Versus so, just every Sunday, this time we were legit. literally, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So, um, unfortunately, we never we never. In a, in the same class, no. And then I think you stayed in R from grade, grade so the, eight to, grade, to 12. grade twelve. Yeah, yes, so.
1: and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> to give to give people no regrets.
0: <laughs> 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 to give people context, it's like um, in in South there is like R V and D, mm-hmm. rap vendem, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, so it's like in, in grade eight and grade nine, uh-huh. you you're in the same class because mm-hmm. you don't, you have not chosen your classes. Yeah,
1: it's an auto assigned class. Uh, you don't necessarily get to pick. It's the mm-hmm. class you're assigned, and that's where you stick for the first exactly. two years.
0: Yeah. So then, then you choose subjects that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's like D was like super economics, commercial subjects, commercial, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, V was like sciences, mm-hmm. strictly. And then, and then R was like hybrid. Spillover, <laughs> spillover. is what it is. Because <laughs> yes.
1: uh, few people were hybrid students. Mm-hmm. Uh, what really was the case was that if you didn't get V, because V was at the time strictly science, spillover would be R first, a little mm. bit of D, mm-hmm. uh, and in the same way, going the opposite direction. Yeah. Commercial, D was commercial first, uh, mainly, not strictly. Uh, and then whatever spillover would then come to R.
0: I think you did one of the
1: boldest move. <laughs> wow, interesting! That's where we're starting. <laughs> Boldness. <laughs> yeah, it was like little that was a bold move
0: because mm-hmm. um, no one wanted to do.
1: What was the subject again? As in my combination of subjects? Yes, a combination of subjects. Um, And and maybe for somebody who might not be familiar with the South African system, which I'm sure many people listening to this are, uh, you are mandated, in a sense, to pick uh, a stream, right? A a group of subjects that will indicate the stream you go into um, for the rest of your high school, meaning the last three years of high school, Mm -hmm. uh, which is where the different moving of classes would have happened for many people. Didn't happen for me. Um, But yeah, so that's where you pick the science stream, right, and then you end up in one class, or you pick the commercial stream, you end up in another. Uh, Typically, um, at least at the high school that we went to, um, commercial subjects were um, uh, economics, uh, accounting, and business studies, Uh, and then the sciences were obviously um, physical sciences, Uh, life sciences, as well as geography. Uh, Those were typically the clear-cut streams that you would have. Uh, I'm not sure that there are many others that have been introduced at that school since, but those were the two. What I did, and maybe this is the boldness that is being referred to. (laughs) For me, it was natural, and maybe later on I can explain why that was. Mm -hmm. Um, I picked a combination combination of of the two. Accounting. So I took accounting, physical sciences, and economics. Yes. Yes. So that was
0: my combination. It was... Give you context because God, I think context. this is your life. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's he- let's hear it from your
1: perspective. looking from from
0: my perspective. Mm. Right, uh, the reason why it was bold is because um, physical sciences sh- mm. was showing people flames. Oh, uh, apparently, because we I apparently. mean no, no one knew. Uh, we we knew it from from like grade nine. Yeah, but yeah, and the 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 consensus was. <laughs> Physical science will be sh- physical science will show you flames, and account will also be showing flames in grade nine, right?
1: Oh, I see what the boldness is. So I pick so the b- picked best to of the worst. I guess? Yes, yes. So, oh, so okay. when you
0: when you did that, you're like, okay, oh wow, wow, wow what's happening here? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know how how you feel about it, but I'm gonna say it. Right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So, Takarani um, <laughs> was one of the. Um, let me just consistently top three from grade eight up until grade twelve. Was it grade 12 or grade
1: 11? i see top five. I never checked. I think maybe that's another thing. Uh, I would say grade... I mean, I did finish my trick, so...
0: <laughs> yes. You, you left in grade 12, right? Or 2011? I don't know. Were you in grade 11?
1: Yeah, I, I did complete um, grade 12. I just wasn't physically present for most of the
0: year. Oh, I yeah. see. Yes. I see. Uh, yes. So I would say
1: top five consistently. Because um, mm. I think top three till grade 11. And then I think the pool got... Um, uh, deeper, I mm-hmm. guess, in a sense, yeah, and, and yeah. more of our peers uh, were able to strive and kind of um, enter that coveted top three, sure, uh, which was sure. made for great competition and it was fun. Yeah, uh, but yes, the the.
0: And how was that? How was that uh, when you were like, let's say, top five, top three? Mm-hmm. Was it uh, was it like competition, or is it, was something which you were just being tacky the half in it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: my God. Um, Listen, there is a competitive nature Mm, mm. to... Uh, high school right so sure. for some people it's on the sports field some people mm-hmm. it's in the arts agriculture sure. i mean sure. uh, cultural aspect of it yeah. um certain people it's within social circles as well right mm-hmm. there's competitiveness as to kind of who's the most popular or whatever sure, sure. um and for other people it's within the classroom mm-hmm. i will say for me a competition has never really been a motivator for me sure. so i never went into it saying i'm going to be in the top Number three, three yeah. top five sure, sure. Uh, and like i said i for the most part i just didn't know until maybe like award season, or whatever, mm, yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what that means, mm, yeah. um, or when maybe, you know, sometimes you catch a glance of, like, the marks, and you're like, oh, sure. okay, that's why I'm ranking, okay, <laughs> cool, got <laughs> yeah, it, sure, got it, sure. um, and because I had such a different mix of interests and classes, um, just being in the top uh, of one field does not mean when it aggregates out, mm, uh, you're going to yeah, be, true. like, across all f- uh, streams, uh, you, You're going to be great. So they, there was an element of competition. Uh, but for me, it was very much more competition with myself. There's a certain standard I went in. Uh, I had since primary school, right? Mm. I wanted to maintain that. Mm. So my competition, much as cliche as the sounds, really my competition was me. Uh, mm. Because I was doing something very different from what everybody else was doing. Sure. I couldn't benchmark myself against yeah, anybody else. Definitely. Yeah, and
0: It makes sense when you when you say it that way because you, you couldn't compare yourself with anyone else. Yeah, I was a slightly different. Literally, you, different. you were... You were breath of fresh air. Hi, boo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Right?
0: You, you know, you know. I literally, when I thought about inviting you, right, I have this one story. I won't forget oh it. Oh my
1: god! yes. Right.
0: So, so you know, V, like, like we were just explaining about mm-hmm. different classes, right? Mm-hmm. So there was this mathematics problem. Okay. Which, I, because you know, the problem is with stories Sometimes, ne? yeah, it can be a story about you being. Participating in it, but it doesn't really register anything to okay. you because it was not significant, sure, or it was just sure. something. Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling this it was is going regi- to be one of those stories for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so when, I, so when I'm explaining this story, I was like, okay, probably she won't even remember. But okay, but I'm, I'm I remember. So okay. I'm, let's <laughs> for the hear sake it. Of
1: the let's hear it. Yes, let's hear it.
0: So. We're sitting down. You know, mm. you know our class had geniuses, right? I don't want to say them by names, okay. right? But yes, yes, for the sake of the pod- mm. podcast, it's mm. right. Mm-hmm.
1: We know, we know, we
0: know. Yes, we know, yes, we know. Yeah, yes, so we had this problem <laughs> yes. and uh we couldn't get it. Literally, mm. we, we couldn't get it, and we tried going up and down. Mm. Then the contest I think was in grade 12 V, mm. right? We're like, okay guys, look, uh this was showing us flames. Yeah. let's try going asking the other geniuses. Oh, in, in other the classes. other classes? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Can I just say that is something V students would say? Oh, <laughs> Literally. <is> very characteristic <laughs> of you guys.
0: I, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you know, you know who said that. It was between Mdeva
1: uh-huh.
0: and, uh, and Neo Chuma, right? So we, we, we go there yeah. with, uh, I think probably it was even Mdeva who actually brought it to you, okay. right? So we sit down and we give it to the you, this problem. And so you sit there, I think. Uh, it was it was not that long mm-hmm. like we we spent probably if studying was 1 hour mm-hmm. 30 minutes mm-hmm. before you go to your next break
2: yeah
0: so we spent like 30 minutes
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then you sat down there and you worked on this thing you looked at it and I mean, you start doing like you know when you're mm-hmm. well solving yeah. maths, you, <laughs> you, to try, and you there. try different stuff and like yes. okay, and then you you like ah, oh, it's like you saw the answer. Okay. So you went, you went. You know, you doing study when you're studying, yeah. you already yeah. have the answer, mm-hmm. but we need to find a way to get to that to get answer. It. Yeah, show your work. You chop that thing, and we were like, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> you know, you you're were, like our hero. You're were like our hero. Oh my
1: I had a cape on in yes, that moment. Yes, literally. Wow. Like that, that was. That I definitely was, did not remember that.
0: Yeah, literally, you wouldn't. That's why I was like, okay, yeah. I think you wouldn't remember that. Mm. But literally, because I think f- to give context was with mm. us, it was showing us flames. Mm. So you, for you, probably it was like uh, Superman just laser, lasering someone else. Oh <laughs> you understand what I mean? Oh but God. that, 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 that literally just um, was like an upper echelon. A type of moment, so I was like, wow. Yeah, this is this is levels, okay. And
1: um, well, I'm glad I was of assistance, <laughs> even though like, I can't remember. Yeah. I'm glad I was of assistance, even though I cannot remember.
0: Yes, I mean, like you, you, you really helped because mm. we would, because you know, you you start, when you're in grade 12, you start packing, panicking that mm-hmm. what if this thing comes and we don't yep. know how to do it, yep. so you just want to get a solution for everything. Mm. And and at that point, literally, that's the story. Um, when you get married I'll just tell this story again. <laughs> <laughs> now I
1: know not to invite <laughs> you to my
0: wedding. <laughs> literally it was like this this literally for me oh my God. I was so excited <laughs> when it <that. laughs> Oh man Literally the story when every milestone you make literally I'll just mm, like you refer let, back to I'll that. refer to this story like okay yeah guys it makes sense why okay. uh she is like she's this. the girl she yes. is. Yes. <laughs> so 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 um the other thing that I want, I just when we were talking, I just realized about mm-hmm. the school systems, right? Mm. Would you say that the system of Saint Brendan's was uh, the school systems was actually good? Like, uh, what what what's, what's your what's your opinion on that?
1: Yeah, well, the school system I think goes beyond the school, right? Okay. Because uh, it, it's a public school, mm-hmm. so uh, and I think maybe you can then um, evaluate it against other public schools. Sure. Uh, it was unique uh, given that, you know, public school on private property and some influences of the Catholic Church were still very much present in the sure. school. Um, and I think that served its purpose personally. Mm. Um, there are ways in which we we got to one know each other as peers. Mm. Um, one got to intimately know our teachers and educators and people kind of who journeyed with us during that. Because if you think of High school, it's a very volatile time for a teenager. Yeah, true. Uh, just true. physically, in all ways. Everywhere. It's a very yeah, volatile true. place. True. So if you have adults that are consistently uh, in your corner, present, seeing you grow in a particular way, they can hold you up to a certain standard consistently. Yeah. Um, and you can't really hide from that. Whether you rebel against that or lean towards their guidance is a different story. True. Um, but having that is actually a privilege that not a lot of public schools um, yeah. have, or at least Only students in public yeah. schools have. Definitely. Um, and many other ways in which I think uh, the, the, the place itself was different and the, the uniqueness of it served its purpose, like I mentioned. Yeah. So I think those elements, uh, for the most part, have played in, in in the benefit, I think, of students. For a long time, I don't know if I can say that is the case right now. I haven't really been following up with what's been happening. <laughs> sure. So please don't hold this opinion to what's happening currently. Yeah, currently, yes. Like say that. That's in our time, um, yeah. But yeah, but at the time, I think those are those were <laughs> blessings in disguise and kind of deliberate blessings as well, mm-hmm. uh, I think, to, to to us as students. Um, and I think the first part for me stood out the most, right? Much as you have great teachers. I mean, a teacher for me, a teacher is a teacher a sure. teacher. But the environment in which they get to apply themselves mm. um, can make a difference, right? Um, uh, but the, the, the first part that I mentioned was on kind of how you grow with your peers. With your peers um, yeah. Like you mentioned, when you are in a boarding school and you spend this much time with your peers, the ways in which you get to help each other super uh, supersede in a sense, they, they, they far exceed uh, what other people can kind of get just on the amount of time you spend together alone. Sure. Right, like you said, if it's not in the classroom, it's maybe the study session after class or the evening study sessions, sure. and we're doing that seven days of the week. The, at some point, you are literally in study sessions outside of the classroom material, or at least classroom teaching time, uh, seven days of the week. Uh, I think we had a lot of collaboration, personally,
0: from my perspective.
1: Sure. Um, And not collaboration, your (laughs) not,
0: oh my God, can I copy your homework? It was was for other students. Not to say that didn't happen, but (laughs) that is
1: not the only form of collaboration we got to have an experience. definitely, yeah. Yeah. so yes um i think that translated in even the the sessions that we held ourselves as students peer-to-peer kind of uh, teaching training um helping and all that kind of stuff Uh, i feel like it even translated sometimes to the classroom i remember certain classrooms where um us as peers, if you knew you kind of understood this material better, you could even collaborate with the teacher during class teaching time mm, uh, mm. to teach your yeah. peers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes, so I remember that, yes. yes. And yes. that is special. That is mm. not something that happens across board. Um, but when you know, listen, this is a, a team of students who can work together on a solution and prepare ahead uh, mm. and then kind of teach their peers as well. Uh, that is something that I think is was great about the school, mm. um, and I don't think that speaks to the system of the school by way of Let's being say, a yeah. private school, but more of um, a lot of years uh, went into building that community, True. right? Into kind True. of cr- crafting and molding it to what and, it is right and now. And
0: it seems like even each—I don't want to say generation, but each year, like each grade eight, like 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 the the guys who were ahead of us mm. who were in. When we were in grade eight, when in grade nine. They had their own community. Yeah. And it's like, literally, each and every community creates... Yes, it's their, own They're all They're, they have their, their own, own vibe. Their own understanding. Exactly, exactly. Uh,
1: when they advocate for each other, it's for a particular thing. True. And even their boundaries, right? There's mm. certain classes where you're like, oh, that class does this for each other, sure. and you, that definitely wouldn't fly in a different class, true, true. Um, and stuff like that, and as you kind of move, and interact in different ways, right, mm, like mm. in whatever ways you think high schoolers are interacting, they're interacting, <laughs> when all those different circles, they yeah. form, they break, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of character is being built, and I think believe it translated into how we journeyed uh, academically through sure, that. Sure. Uh, I think it's, a, it's a, that community um, and knowing we are accountable to ourselves and uh, the adults around us, mm-hmm. uh, I think is what set us apart um, and served the school great uh, academically and socially for a long time. Uh, again, cannot speak for my time past that, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, or at least yeah. uh, any time past my time. I guess yeah, is, is what true. I meant to say. Yeah, so, true.
0: Yeah. I think I think w- w- when you're t- saying that, because one of the things that uh, I realized that we had, which was I don't know if, I, literally, I don't ha- I don't know um, a lot about others. Uh, public schools mm. things like houses and um, that sport mm, the house that sport, yeah mm. so so we, that was not common. Yes. So when I'm looking back I'm like I was actually in a good school. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It was a good like, school. That that cannot like, be disputed. That, that was that
0: yes. was a very good school. Yes. And the award system was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. That's true. That, uh, That's the true. one that she got the, <laughs> what do you do, do, do they just call it a blazer, or they call the, there's a name for it? I don't know. Honors blazer. Honors blazer. I mean, that's what it is. So call, yeah. she was part of the people. who I can't, got even, an honor. I can't even. I can't tell you where mine is. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> I have no idea. Where it is. So, so, so to give context of what an honors blazer is, uh, that means you have been a very good student and also an excelling student. An exemplary. An exemplary. I think an exemplary a, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so whilst others are wearing uniform, you also have a blazer. That's what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. uh, Very well.
1: Others are wearing (laughs) uniform. I mean, you have to wear uniform too. Just on top of that. On top of Um, that, And I believe now there is a universal blazer system. It's just you get a special one. Yeah. The school now has blazers added onto their uniform. Yeah, Yeah, it's just a different one. That's what I I heard.
0: But in a, in our in our time, th- mm. that was that yes. was not like that. Yes. Yeah, that so, was for a select few. And and literally, um, for for chaps like us, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we knew. I know <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna make the cut. Oh no no oh, no gosh. no! I was I was not gonna I was not gonna make it right. Mm. And I, I, for me, literally, to be honest with you, I feel like I had a, one of the best times of my life in high school because
1: high school was great. Yeah, <laughs> I like I lived. Other times, I mean, other parts of life have been great too. But true, in high school was like literally, literally, yeah, because it was it was lit, it was man.
0: Good. Uh, like having all these different like things like discourse, mm. like oh like, wow, you understand what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's 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 why I, when I look back, I'm like, no man, my school was different and yeah. was was yeah. actually a good school. It was holistic. Yeah, you know, yeah, literally, it yeah. was. Because if was. you
1: think even, just to add on to that list, the the amount of opportunities we got, right? Again, just being mm-hmm. a public school, because our teachers were that invested in us, yes. essentially
0: yes.
1: Uh, spreading our wings beyond what the public system offered. True. Uh, they brought a lot of uh, opportunities to us that a lot of other schools maybe didn't. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, when the Lion King came um, to well, first time Broadway uh, in SA. Uh, we got to participate in that, um, and that literally a teacher can hear about something into the school, and then bam, 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 we're there. We're there yeah. um, winter schools are not just essentially. Uh, reteaching of the material within your local school, mm-hmm. uh, other universities that are kind of collaborating with other high schools. Mm. Most of the time, we were the only Limpopo school in yeah, in, okay. in a lot of these opportunities that we participated in. So yeah, so it was a, a, a good school, holistic in that there were there, there were fun times, um, really educational times. Yeah, it was not per, yeah, perfect yeah No, no. <laughs> by by no stretch of the imagination <laughs> is that school the perfect. It was like a <laughs> No no yeah, but I yeah mean, I, I would i would agree it's a, it's a good school great experiences um yeah. but a lot of the other system systems around uh, the
0: school itself i think
1: uh, yeah. made it what it is uh, at least from my perspective
0: so so you get this like you were talking about opportunities right so, mm-hmm. so just moving on to yeah. the next down phase. the, timeline. <laughs> down the uh, timeline lots isn't being said Here, in between but i <laughs> exactly, think enough highlights yeah, have been exactly. mentioned yes yeah so oh by the way uh, just to, uh, i don't know it doesn't matter, but we were ninety nine point nine 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 pass rate. We oh, really? Had, yeah, only one person failed. You know? Really? Our, Who? Yeah. I wasn't around
1: for results, uh, so I don't even I will know speak, that. We'll speak it. <laughs> oh, the the <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. That's on a very smack. insensitive <laughs> yes, question yeah, of me. Oh uh, God. Yeah. Yes, but okay, one person. So didn't yeah, make it? So
0: it was just one person, and mm. you know, we were the last breed of me, uh, our principal, Mister Mukoma. M- Mukoma. No, no, we Mthupa was our principal. But were, the we were the last people to know him after? No, no. So, so how it worked, mm. it was uh, Mr. Mukoma mm-hmm. he was nurturing us up until grade nine. Yes. I think he left in when he was grade nine. Uh-huh. So, which means Mr. Mukoma's children, uh, um, <laughs> the class so behind say, us, the class behind <laughs> us. So, literally, we were like the cream, de la cream. For from Mister Mukwama because he was so much of a good principal, mm-hmm. uh, though he was very strict and
1: yeah, yeah, in all the right ways, man. I mean, legendary. Yes, yes, he, legendary. Like literally, he's legendary. Yeah, legendary. Because
0: literally everyone he is even the blueprint when it
1: comes to principal. Exactly, I feel like. yeah.
0: exactly. You get what I mean? So they were saying that we were the last under his care. That's why when they say, okay, so that wasn't, that was it wasn't. Wait, week. but
1: if we left, if he left when we were in grade nine, then it means our grade eights
0: Our grade eights probably still falling, too. yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we were
1: second to last,
0: I guess. In a sense, because actually he left in the middle. so, oh, so they didn't get doesn't a full really year count. with him. Yes. Him you guys are
1: specific. <laughs> exactly. Yo! So okay, we were the last class there. Exactly,
0: so when we were, <laughs> so when we were in grade 12, right, mm. so we were like the last um, group under season. his head, hands mm, right. Mm. So, so we were like they were saying that we want to get. So we would remember we were actually trying to get a hundred percent pass. Yeah, that was the goal. Yeah, that was it. That was the goal. And again,
1: a very peer to peer kind of pressure that we put on ourselves, right? True, it didn't true. have to come from the administration. And, and in I mean, any way. like
0: even talking about peer to peer, we were even helping each other. That mm-hmm. hey guys, there's no one who's gonna be left behind. Yeah. And I remember there was a time during. Um, made trials i don't know if mm-hmm.
1: you wrote trials trial exams i did i, I wrote all the exams please wrote <laughs> <like>. <laughs> i just like to i just like to put it on record <coughs> please i wrote every exam there was to write okay i didn't i skipped the classroom part <laughs> but i wrote
0: every exam i was supposed to write okay sure, let's just sure. put it out there let me let me also register it in my mind because <laughs> taki left us Yes. Oh, I think my simple presence
1: made people feel like, oh, she's just been skipping stuff. Yeah, and I think sure. somebody, like years later, I mm. ran into somebody like randomly mm. and they're like, oh, you got special treatment. I'm like, hey, but well, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, mm. you got to skip trials and then went we'll straight to exams. I'm like, you do understand, like, if, if I had zeros for my trials, I wouldn't have gotten the marks I got mm. for my finals. Like, mm. yeah. What? That's not how, that how it works. works. Yeah. Yeah, sure. um, and even if you did, I did write my trials. Mm. I just like to put it out there. <laughs> let it be known. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it, it, I think it's very much important as well just to put it out. Yes, there. yes. So the eclipse, I did not. You, skip d- any you don't have. You don't have to answer the same question over, <laughs> over and over. You know? <laughs> like just go listen to the yeah, podcast. It was just
1: that like one person, to be fair. Just like yeah.
0: Person, yeah, go go listen to the like a podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. In fact, this will now be a reference. Four minutes. <laughs>
0: so now uh, where were we? Oh, so so like um, so we were the last under his care, right? Mm. So we were ch- we were trying to push for that. Um, that's yes. 100% right.
1: Yes, and the peer to peer stuff you
0: were making. So yeah. I remember even when we were writing a, a trials, Mama mm-hmm. Water literally took us by the hands. Mm. All, all the, 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 the this the animal which was uh, uh, famous in our time called the uh, Dodo. Okay. You remember Dodo, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it was dumb <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> it was done. <dumb. laughs> That's why it became extinct. <laughs>
1: Oh, no so I, I didn't not at all I thought I was
0: going <laughs> <laughs> so so uh this is for myself guys I don't know about the other guys I'm no just keeping to myself you wanted right? no 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 I, I was I was okay because yeah. uh but for my meds I was literally very terrible yeah. right uh, and then I remember no it was not trial so it was actually June exams mm. where I didn't get you remember the pass mark was like 30 mm. and you didn't pass <laughs> so yeah it was that terrible right
1: so she she took you under her so she took
0: she took us and literally we we remember we used to have those classes talking about peers Mm. and us being collaborators yeah so you'd come sometimes and also come and help us there Mm. doing some okay I'm I'm vaguely remembering this yes yes so literally I I feel like I had a lot I I don't that I have a lot of memories but Mm. I feel like that was one time where Literally, I was just capturing almost everything that's mm. happening around me, or maybe that's just because of how I am. That's how I built. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, Probably. literally, all combination t- of both. Yes, exactly. So, mm. so we we used to go through that, so that we could make sure that man, our trials trials has to be mm. way better, better than yeah, way than it is right now. Yeah. So we we went through all those. Also, deals just to try to understand mathematics. Yeah. Uh, the other ones I was I was okay, but I think yeah. mathematics was a pandemic at the time. Mm. Everyone was literally having problems with it, and I remember. Okay, someone, I don't know
1: about everyone, but for the no. most part, yeah. For the, is, most past, uh, yes. it it for the most part, It can be a problematic subject. Yeah, so we, we were
0: literally people. having a, a lot of problems, and mm. I remember we had to sit down and like, okay, you know, we have to have after classes mm-hmm. and make sure that we understand all the prog- the, mm. the challenges, right? Yeah. So um, that time, literally, we. In terms of co- bring the collaboration side of things, mm. literally we were just working together to get that hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and um, literally, and also because
1: we knew we were capable. Yes, definitely. We definitely. very much knew definitely. that this was something that was attainable for True. us.
0: True, and the thing is, even the the history of the school, because mm. we were we were nineties. Like yeah. there was not a year; those like eighties and stuff. Mm. So we you were mean like, the pass rate. Pass rate, uh, yes. Okay. So it was like a nineties pass rate. So we wanted to, <laughs> I, and I think I remember now. Uh-huh. Mister Mukoma said that we are the most promising.
1: Yeah, he did say that. He did say that, right? Yes. But I kind of feel like he probably said that to a lot of class. Probably. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's a unique
1: thing he it's, said to people. It's a leadership it's a leadership. Yeah, yeah, at the end exactly. Of the day. It's a yes. leadership technique. So apparently
0: yeah. we were that like, like the the jam, right? And literally and I think we, we left an imprint. Yeah, but work. I think we did because yeah. uh I don't know how things went after that, but we, we really tried and it was just only that one person who had to Yeah, in some Yeah. They yeah. didn't spoil it for us, but yeah, unfortunately mm-hmm. for them. So <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I
1: mean yes, it is unfortunate.
0: So, (laughs) moving forward.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Now, I just... A a lot of it is coming together. But I I agree. Um, I don't look back on any of my high school experiences as being terrible or being a blur or anything. And I wasn't particularly a... I think I was social enough. I wasn't really like out there I or like guess, yeah. really talk of the town or whatever. Uh, I, I but like, I still had a yeah. great time. Like I, I had fun.
0: even if you you were also a participant, I think even in running, there this was a spot. Sometimes. There was a spot that you were very good at. Was it running? I think it was running.
1: To pass on that one <laughs> because there might be people have evidence to the <laughs> contrary, so Let, I was athletic enough, I stayed athletic, active, yes, I stayed active, yes, yes. Um, participated in uh soccer for the most part,
0: mm-hmm. um, yes, that's um, and I then
1: thought. ran running, yes, I ran a few races, yeah, yeah, on yeah. there, uh, but. You know, not really the star of the show. Um, sure. Enough to just, you know, get the house points up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just make it into the top three, that's all you need. Yeah, or your yeah, top five, yeah, you get enough points Definitely. to not go last. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then your house gets the points. Um, I, I could deliver at least that. Um, so, We're yeah. so
0: glad that there was no corruption, eh?
1: <laughs> wasn't there? for the most part there wasn't. Yeah, a, there was, for the part, there was yeah, it was It was already above. It right? was above. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the... For the most part, everything Integrity <laughs> Yes, 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 for integrity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the... Oh, by the part. way, I think we were in the same one. De La Salle, right? Mm-mm. Chivalia. No. Hata. Yes. Oh, she was Please green, guys. Please do she was, not ever She was green it. with what she did, De La Salle. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, I Salle. mean, shout out to
1: De La Salle, but yeah, uh
0: De La Salle, in our year, it was... uh It was Okay. Mm. Yeah, but I think apparently... Really, the the
1: battle was between Benedict and Hadza. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Those were the big dogs. Uh,
0: Chivalier was okay. Yes. Listen, there were contenders, but I think they
1: didn't have a strong uh, profile,
0: portfolio across board. And actually, you you can't change that, right? You can't change houses.
1: No. I don't believe you can. I think there are a few people maybe when... There was something that happened, I think, when there was a whole Um, because some people leave, right? And then some people join classes. It's not common, but some people join classes along the way. Um, And then we had a whole, like, we had to get registered and we had student cards or something Mm. along there. A few people were, like, reassigned. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, like, yikes. Because at first it's random. And then if the randomness leads all the super athletic people in one house, then that's a dangerous year to have.
0: It's like they they just knew that Hatsa was... uh, (laughs) I was gonna take it. It's like this like uh my Take was like, Okay, yeah, I think this guy is a runner. So. Oh no. <laughs> She's taking it. that's corruption then. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the maybe the cor- corruption we don't we can Yeah <laughs> in
1: the planning of
0: it. <laughs> like are you are you in an admin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I think maybe yeah. she was also So maybe you were looking
1: for corruption in the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> you should have
0: been looking for it in the admin office. Yeah. Maybe that's what that's what it was. So but, yeah. so uh this is
1: Opportunities High School.
0: Yes, so so we had. Uh, I don't know who was affiliated with this uh, gig, which is um, Allah, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who who it comes with, or maybe it was relationships that we have mm. with the school.
1: Yeah, so I think uh, it kind of stemmed from the relationship that. Uh, St. Brendan's as a school had with uh, Vitz University mm-hmm. uh, the summer schools that we or winter schools uh, that we used to go to mm-hmm. um, during the winter school holidays at Vitz University uh, like I said usually we were the only or one of very few Limpopo schools there but we got to interact with a lot of other schools mainly from Joburg and meet mm-hmm. surrounding areas mm-hmm. not so much Cape Town but sure. like in the kind of north and middle South Africa essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think from there, students from the African Leadership Academy uh, and people who were scouting for students who joined the inaugural Leadership uh, African Leadership Academy um, were there. So the first people that joined, I think, were discovered through um, TTP Targeting Talent, uh, which I did a different one at first, but Targeting Talent was a big, uh, mm. a big program. Uh, at WITS. So I think that's where they got scouted, in a sense. Uh, sure. They went through the application process. Um, and then the first two that got into the inaugural class at ALA then essentially introduced St. Brendan's as a potential feeder school to the African Leadership Academy. Sure. So that's how that that was, that was formed. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, obviously, different students that were affiliated with Wits University through their different uh, winter schools sure. uh, then got... Uh, Obviously, you get priority to apply. It's not exclusive that only particular people can apply. But, Mm -hmm. if again, if you have proximity to a particular program and they assume that, listen, for you to get into this program, you have to be a person of this kind of caliber or nature, uh, then we can assume that you are closely related to what we're looking for at African Leadership Academy. So that's how that conversation kind of kept going. So they got in touch with the school. And like I said, if the inaugural class got in... Uh, that way. Therefore, African Leadership Academy had to build now uh, pipelines right, and relationships with the school themselves. So now they're going directly to the schools where most of the inaugural students kind of came from. Uh, so that conversation kept coming. Different people in different classes applied. Yeah. Um, I think years went by before uh, the, next, the crop next crop essentially yeah, yeah. got in. Because I think it's, it's a huge ask, right? Because you are asking people to leave There's school, the right? S- the high school system, yeah. system that they're used to, True. to kind of almost put to the side or even throw away and I'm saying those two options because two are possible mm. um, and two and more are possible in fact uh, but you're saying of all the hopes and dreams that they've had right? whatever visualizations you have about post high school what going to university in SA will look like working in SA will look like sure. you have to put that aside to say I'm taking a risk with the school that's new Sure. Uh, because by the time I got there we were class number four right? so it was New. Fairly new. New, 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 new. new. Now imagine the people who left grade 12 to be part of the inaugural class. Mm -hmm. That's a huge ask for them. So throughout those years, really people were looking for proof of concept, to be honest, Mm. right? It's to say... This school says they are this, they're affiliated with these people, they are starting their own curriculum from scratch, adding it with the British curriculum. So we did two curriculums at once. Um, and they're saying, listen, leave school in high school uh, and then move to a different high school that's a two-year program. Uh, and then from there, you have the chance to essentially either go back, like roll back into the South African uh, system or essentially spread your wings across the world and go to a different university. Sure. And essentially now start reimagining what your life could be. Uh, whether that means you end up back on the African continent or elsewhere, Uh, back in your home country, but other countries within the African continent, all of that is just up to chance, right? It's more of what do you do with this opportunity Mm. and how did the, you know, the die fall, in a sense, right? Mm. Because you can't, some things you can't really, you can plan, but, you know, plans and life, two different things. Um, So, yeah, so that's how the pipeline or the relationship was formed. The pipeline was developed uh, and that's how essentially I got there. So from the first class, um, Second and third did not have any representatives from Saint Brendan's, yeah. uh, and then the fourth class. Um, <coughs> well, actually, the third class the third did. class was Dan. Yes, right? the yeah. third class did. Yeah. Um, but we were in the same year, so I think the, the way we applied, because oh, okay. we were appra- approached at the same time. Mm-hmm. He got in the year we first applied. Okay. Um, I got in the next year, uh, and I had actually I didn't reapply. Uh, they were essentially just going through, because you know, like when you're going through applications, you're going through the the pile that maybe made it to a particular uh, stage in the sure. last year to say, okay, is the potential here for us to build a new class? Because mm-hmm. I think um, the African Leadership Academy is, or ALA, is a very small, they take in a very small group. Now it has increased because they've, you know, more of a capacity yeah. by way of space. Um, but they're taken about at the time, about 100 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to build that class. It's not just, you know, survival of the fittest, random people kind of get to make it. They actually look at the makeup of the class. What countries are they from? Uh, what skill sets do they bring? What hopes and dreams do they have? What industries are, do they have an interest in? And all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a very curated list of students. Sure. So even if 200 of us genuinely qualify to make it, and we make it to the last stage, mm-hmm. the 100 that will get it make up a particular class kind of body of of, of of students, yes, Um, and that could be different each year, right, so one could be very much leaning towards public service, another could be very much leaning towards like tech and entrepreneurship and startups, Mm. Uh, another could be very much in the world of philanthropy, Uh, and then another set could lean heavily in the direction maybe of agriculture given that we are, you know, primary sector still thrives on the continent or whatever. Sure whatever it is that they feel this group can lend each other, right, the peer-to-peer kind of mm-hmm. learning, because um, it's powerful. So they, they will put that together. Um, and obviously, that again, past passed, passed the basic requirements. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I did not make it uh, for the third year. Uh, mm-hmm. Got in, in the fourth year together with somebody who was in grade 11 at the time. So mm-hmm. the two of us kind of made it for that year. Was
0: um, it Kasani? Oh, path! home mm-hmm. girls and home boys, yeah. come on. So that's how we... Generally was represented. Very represented. Uh,
1: wow. Neighbors, wow. what wow. are the chances? We went to oh, Hillside together, exactly. went to St. Independence together, went to ALA together. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that's how we kind of caught up to mm-hmm. then be in the same ALA class. Sure. Um, and got to be peers, in a sense. And uh, for me, because I'd gone to school a year early, by year, these peers. They were peers to me, I guess, mm-hmm. in a sense, yeah. So, yeah, so... First class, St. Brennan's said a representative. Second class, none. Third class did have. uh, Fourth class, yes. Uh, And then fifth class, I believe. Yes. And then I'm not really sure what has happened since then. Mm -hmm. I haven't been keeping track. But yeah, that's essentially the the next phase that came for me. Uh, And maybe it it might seem haphazard how we moved from uh, high school to that. Essentially, I went to two different high schools uh, for my high school experience. One, I left, um, I joined in grade eight, um, and midway through grade 12, um, had to kind of go start a different school year because their school year runs from uh, August till June. In Mm -hmm. fact, today is graduation day, Congratulations oh, okay. to ALA congratulations, class of 2020. <laughs> <congratulations>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because the school year starts pretty much towards the end of ours, mm-hmm. uh, I was good. But I mean, at the time, if you're in grade 12, by, t- by the time you're June exams, you're done with the teaching. Right, oh, it's really see. more revision, exam prep, and sure, all that kind of sure. stuff. Um, so I felt comfortable leaving that. I got, an, I've gotten everything I can get from this place. Yeah. Um, I can relinquish some of my duties to the peers around me. I can, I can trust them to at least hold the fort while I'm away. Uh, and any material that I miss, I'll catch up on the other end. Mm. Uh, which is yeah, how I moved from, how I got to know about the oppi- uh, the opportunity, how I got in, and then how I moved, mm. almost in a physical sense from, uh, the South African public high school system into uh, the UK and bespoke uh, Mm. curriculum at ALA. How was
0: was it like in ALA?
1: (laughs) It was good. Um, (coughs) It's a very demanding school. It's a very, very demanding school. It's exactly what I needed, I feel like. Um, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, because (sighs) I... And I do not say this to be cocky. I cruised through high school. Okay. I just... There were a few challenging things here and there, but mm. so many things came natural. Mm. I did not feel I had to fight extra hard. I wasn't the girl waking up super early or like mm. staying updated. No, sure, sure, none of that. Sure. Um, and so I was very much able to get what I needed from the classroom experience, mm. and then do a lot of practice just during the allocated study time. Mm. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. I. I obviously, and I say nothing less because I did not shortchange the time that was allocated for me to get do good stuff, at, yeah, yeah to, to get to it what I needed to to, to get good at. Yeah. Um, so that part I maximized on. But nothing more. I wasn't doing extra things, mm. which is why I had so much time to do so many extracurriculars mm. uh, that sometimes maybe didn't make sense and all that kind of stuff. Sure. I. Uh, Maybe in a hyphenated way uh, was very attracted to eclectic things, Uh, and I did a lot of that uh, either on official basis, unofficial, low key, high key, whatever. Sure. Um, So when I moved, I moved into a very challenging system. School was from Monday to Saturday.
0: Monday to Saturday.
1: So six days. It's a six day. Okay. Uh, So we had a six day rotation. No, no, no. They had six days of in your behind is on a chair in class six days a week. Mm and that's a lot. Uh, that's our a lot. hours were long. Uh, we had a similar like um, study time after school system. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot. Uh, but again, it, to add to that, uh, you are now moving two different curriculums. So I've moved from the South African uh, NSC, uh, whatever yeah, LSA, it's yes. called, system, into Mellus. two new systems now, right? So the transition okay. is not just from one to one. another, it's from one, one to, to, to two. two yeah. um, so we moved from, so I did some subjects I had to do like an O-level type uh, class, uh, but for the most of us I was doing A-level, AS-level and A-levels, right? So if you look up the British Cambridge system, that's what that is. So we were doing essentially that system. Sure. It was designed that way to give us access to um, to international universities, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because it's an easy translation of the coursework mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when you present your high school transcript to say sure. this is, this is what, I what I did. And what was
0: like the big difference in terms of... Uh well, you, do, you, do you still have like the same subjects like? Not really. They're
1: stripped. They're stripped up. So, for example, physical sciences—you have to take either physics or chemistry. chemistry. Yeah, you can't. Okay, There's sure. no amalgamation of that. Okay. The rigor was much, much, much more. Mm. Um, So it was hard, I I won't lie. The transition was hard uh, from one to another. So again, it's a challenge that I needed because I was way too chill, way Mm -hmm. too chill. Oh my God, (laughs) way too chill. Um, That and then they themselves, the African Leadership Academy, prides itself in having built uh, a great um, leadership in African studies and now writing curriculum, right? Mm. Uh, It's only unique to them. You won't find it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, And they add that on to the, normal hours that are required by the cambridge system sure. so if you think of that add and, on the hours oh. and the transition mm. and also i was like every two months moving from one province to another to catch up on these exams in one are you co- serious or, yeah because i mean i was technically still registered at oh, both yes, schools since still, yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah so that foundation the beginning where other people are acclimatizing mm. i was missing in action And so it just was very, very, very interesting. Um, And again, all those peer connections that people could rely on to kind of, you know, bounce off ideas, help them out. Because they were like brilliant, brilliant students. Mm. South Africans were in the minority uh, at that class, at least in my class at that school. Mm -hmm. There were eight South Africans in my class of about 90-ish. Sure. Um, So... You are meeting the best and the best from all over the continent, the African continent. Um, So people could bounce off ideas of each other. Others obviously are coming from schools that still have a very strong European
0: footprint. Just one. Uh, mm, Let me just pause it. Mm -hmm. Let me just gonna pause, guys. Uh, When I come back now. Okay, we are back. I hadn't used the pause button before. <laughs> mm. But, anyways, um, I think you were explaining that uh, it was challenging and then there was uh, different oh, yes. people from. Uh,
1: yes, yes, yes. So, the peer connections that other people got to have, um, mine were very thin. Mm-hmm. It's not to say they were absent, that would be a lie. But they were thin, again, because I wasn't really. They yeah. couldn't figure out oh, who is this person, she's here, she's not, is she, whatever. Um, oh, and I know there is another see. South African student that. In fact, after we got our metric results, just decided, eh, this isn't worth the hustle, right? Because okay. for them, it, in a technical sense, you are repeating high school, but you're doing mm. a very different system. Yeah, definitely, um, yeah. But yeah, for me, uh, the rigor and, uh, like I said, the, the challenge and the dynamism of the two curriculums that were built sure. were very different because the bespoke one that uh, the African Leadership Academy built for themselves was very much uh, at its core fashioned around the business school at Stanford University. Sure. Uh, you can imagine that's a grad school program mm-hmm. that is being re-engineered uh, for high school students. Mm. Past undergrad down to high school. Mm-hmm. Um what is expected of you by way of hours, practice, practicals, or whatever. It's very, very different. Uh, sure. And it's a very hands-on experiential learning type approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a whole team of teachers who just taught the um, specific curriculum uh, and then the ones that taught. So when you're hired, you're hired as a teacher for one of two streams. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cambridge mm-hmm. system, because then you have certification for that, you're qualified the, for the that. Qualify, yeah. uh, there's a board in... Um, in the UK that kind of helps with that Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the other one is more bespoke and it's very much um, designers uh, people who are leadership trainers and all that kind of stuff stuff that's usually taught at an executive level uh, Mm -hmm. to professionals or grad students graduate students who are doing a master's program at elite institutions that is what we got to experience at a high school level which is fantastic great amazing opportunity but understand it takes a lot from you and it took a lot from me I won't lie Till this day, I say the most burnt out I have ever been. And trust me, I do a lot of things. But the most burnt out I've ever been Mm -hmm. was in high school. At Mm -hmm. that high school, at African Leadership Academy. Um, Maybe the travel... sure um sure. maybe the travel added on to that um maybe the whole dmgar situation added on <laughs> that i don't know yeah. uh but in general i just felt the school demanded a lot of it. it's mm-hmm. very high standards they demand a lot of you yeah. uh, and quite honestly what they expose you to is worth every ounce of effort sure. uh, sometimes maybe you are pushed a little beyond your you know comfort level yeah. sometimes maybe <laughs> pushed a little beyond uh, what your health can take uh, <laughs> But, you know, sometimes it's kind of knowing when to push back. Mm. But otherwise, um, that's that's how challenging it was. And that's maybe more specifically what the challenge was for me by way of, like, the transition and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hours, uh, lots to do. You're always thinking about kind of what to do next. Um, and, I mean, after that, you, the world is your oyster. But, mm. A, you got to work for that oyster.
0: So, so which means... Um like um, you said that it was one of the most challenging, and then bent mm-hmm. out. Like you said, it was what you felt like it was also bent out. Mm. Um, the, the the opportunities when you're there, do mm-hmm. you kind of like see? You kind of like map out. Okay, this is what the type mm. of person I'm going to be. Or I could be the kind of person I you could, could be. be yeah. yeah. Um, or is it something which is still vague? Like, say for example, mm-hmm. when we when we finish our high school, we mm. just enter into Capacity, mm. and literally everything's still vague. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, uh, right, So what when am I going to do? <laughs> you understand what I mean? <laughs> so at, at, at Allah, do you kind of like have an idea of, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I am going to be what you're doing now, which yeah. you're going to be talking about as well, yeah. at a point. So yeah. did you see yourself as that person that start adding more, uh, yeah. or you still open to mm-hmm. experiencing more? Both,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I'll maybe give an answer to that from my perspective. Sure, sure, um, sure. But I'll maybe lay the the groundwork first. Yeah. The school itself has a very strong team of guidance counselors, mm-hmm. right? Which maybe not every school has, but at that price point, that school better have yeah. <laughs> guidance counselors. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you are... Assigned a mentor, right? It's not by chance I have to go look for one. You kind of have one that you kind of, in a group of six, you meet every Wednesday, you have lunch together, that's why. Then you have uh, guidance counselors who are there just to help you map out your time uh, post-ALA. That's what they are hired for. They are, in most cases, hired from the university environment. Mm. So that's who they... So whoever's working in your career center, that's who is being poached to Mm. work at that institution. So there are people who know... Not just the intuition, but the science of what it takes to help you shape um, what your career could look like. Yeah. Right. So for me, I started re-engineering what my life could look like. Mm. Uh, the values, the basics, and the desires, for the most part, stay the same. Mm. Uh, but essentially, how I could apply that, literally, my whole world was turned around. Sure. Um, and the personal perspective uh, to maybe help answer that question was more, for me specifically, I think... Much of what I thought my life would look like was stripped down. Mm. Like it's almost like you have to take it, take a hammer, yeah, Yeah. just break it down. And the breaking down hurts because you're really letting Mm, go of a prized version of yourself. Sure. In my mind, there is this esteemed TK that you know is a particular way, moves a particular way, is regarded a particular way. Mm. And then as you're going through the school system itself, before you even start thinking about what it will be, it's so challenging. It strips you of everything you thought you were. Mm. And now we are okay. Bare minimum, engage with your values. And it's a very strong values-based type mm-hmm. of school. Mm-hmm. Engage with your values. What do you care about in the world? Uh, what tickles your fancy? Uh, in very
0: li- so, so you're actually having that conversation at a mm-hmm. very early stage, right? Yes, uh, and in a, a deliberate way. It's not something it, that just happens exactly in your mind. Because, because, you see, we we and for me, I had the privilege of having to meet a very good pastor mm-hmm. who had to do that breaking down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never read a book mm-hmm. Like literally, the only time I went to the, our school library was when I was looking for a novel. <laughs> I found a novel, mm-hmm. I fell in love with that novel, mm. and then I lost it.
1: Oh no. And so did you have so to sick. pay the fees?
0: Mm. No, no, no. Hello, <laughs> I love So I was, what happened to the book? I was, uh, I was in the library. I remember remember I even worked in the library. Mm. And I think I was living in the same year with you. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. There was no. a, you worked in the library. Right? Yes. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, yes. Actually, yes.
0: maybe like three years, two, three years? Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I, I. don't know type of situation. Um, because I was in the. Uh, for the sake of this podcast. Oh, okay. For the sake of the fact <laughs> <We laughs> <one> record. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Where was I going with this?
1: You did not have to read a book on mentor. I mean, on leadership. Yeah, so the break, the, the values, right?
0: Values. So literally, I started learning about values because I I, I realized that okay, I'm a I'm a life wire. Mm. Literally, when, wherever I go, I just try to have fun, mm. even when it's time for business. Yeah. Um, so it's something which I had to learn. And Imagine you're learning that at a very late mm. later stage in, yeah. in high school. In, in varsity. So it was like, okay, y- you see, this this is very much important. So I feel like, also on that point, because mm. we I don't think we, 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 at our high school, we had to sit down and like, okay, what are your values? No. Though we talked about it, but it was not like...
1: Uh, you adopted the school values. Exactly. And which is really symbolic of kind of schools that are related to a religion or a particular um, congregation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it kind of denomination rather True. Um, yeah True. it's you embody that's why your parents well traditionally it's why your parents take you there to learn the catholic way the lutheran way True. the anglican way definitely uh, yeah. the, those are the values they expect you to live with mm-hmm. uh, anything mm-hmm. of yours is really secondary to that right because they assume the values of the church are the values uh, of christ or the values of um, or at least that we believe you and the families that you're going to build should abide by. Therefore, anything on top of that should Mm. be secondary and not primary. So yeah, that's pretty typical. So I don't think we had a deliberate, hey, look into yourself. Uh, What is the order in which this, Mm. much as you might embody them, what is the order in which they Mm. they show up in your life? Uh, How do you hold them? Uh, Essentially, what's priority? Mm. Uh, As well as are there others that maybe also don't feature as much for you?
0: Uh, Those are not conversations we're having, yeah. I'm actually happy that you mentioned that actually you guys were actually developed, right? And at least it it makes you be able to look at yourself Mm -hmm. and kind of like understand, okay, this is, oh, so this is, have been my values. Mm. And let's try to sharpen those ones because Mm. like you were saying, that you had to deconstruct. Yes, yes. (laughs) Deconstruct the ideas um, ideas, and then
1: get down to the values. And which is why I can confidently say a lot of my, Uh, personal values have remained the same and Mm. I apply them in many different ways be it how I've you, in every country I've lived in in every industry I've worked in in every social circle and community I've been able and been privileged to be a part of Mm -hmm. uh, those things have stayed the same but I had to know them first in order Mm -hmm. to identify them as
0: a common thread across uh, uh, all those things yeah talking about countries that you lived lived in Mm -hmm. um, after Mm -hmm. (laughs) Allah yes (laughs) you uh, you can just tell me because, uh, like I was saying, that I was doing my research. <laughs> you were doing your research. It's right? good, it's good. Yeah. yeah, so you went to... What is the... Wait, I'm trying to remember the uh, acronyms. U-T something. Is it U-T? hmm U-T, yes. U-T, yeah. yeah you know, tri- Straightforward, uh, yeah, U-T. University of Texas. Mm-hmm. And then how was it like there?
1: Uh, it was great. Really? Uh, I mean, I feel like... Uh, me, I'm just having a great time in life, man.
0: <laughs> it was great. I, yeah, I had you're a, the main character. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Unless no. I'm just extras. No, no. Extras. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: I do not have main character energy. Um, no, not in that sense. But I feel like yeah. in many spaces that I've been planted in, I've been able to kind of you know understand the lay of the land enough and just be like, okay, I, I can work with this. So, um, for the most part, it was great, right? Again, the transition was the tough part. You, mm-hmm. you can't be uprooted from what you've known and loved. Um, obviously, pri- prior, right, with St. Brennan's to ALA, it's what I've, I've known and was comfortable with mm. for a long, a long time. time yeah. There was a time period True. element there to True. how engraved I was to mm. that system and that world. Mm. With ALA, it was two years, but the depth, right? It was mm. very deep intense, and yeah. reaching, intense experience. Sure. Moving from that to a different country and just university in general, right, that for me was how my peers moved from when we finished matric in 2011, they transitioned to university. I was now true. experiencing that in 2013. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I'm experiencing that and I'm experiencing it in a new country. And I feel like that has just become the pattern in my life that it's it's not just one transition. you know, now transitioning on yeah. many levels. Okay, yeah, true. Um, but it was fine. It's exciting, right? You, it's Talking
0: about the transitions, uh, mm. I'm, I'm sure you're going to go into that in, in details, right? Mm. What What are the, the values of the, those trans- transition to yourself, mm. because uh, I, I, fi- I I figure mm. that it could it could help in terms of building character as well. Mm. So what what was the what was like uh, the the main lessons that you kind of like got uh, from the, those different transitions?
1: Um, okay, let's see if I can extract three quickly without going into a whole sermon. <laughs> sure. uh, there are many others, and obviously on the spot I will not kind of go into the depths of them. But the first sure. one that always stuck with me um, is curiosity is, mm. is the torch for sure, me sure. right uh, we go into places with preconceived notions about who will be in those places mm. what people what people will be like in those oh, yeah, spaces yeah. and what the spaces will kind of yield right like what they will be True. for us and what we'll get True. from them uh, mostly you're wrong And that's okay. Uh, And you actually can live in a very alternative and realistic world if you just hold on to that. Because Mm. you're experiencing the world for what you expect it to be as opposed to what it is. Mm. Uh, And that maybe leads me to my second thing. A thing is a thing is a thing, right? Mm. A thing is a thing is a thing. Mm. I've just kind of learned very much to see, and it it might sound like bold and like out there, but see the world for what it is. Mm. I'm I'm seeing this environment. I'm taking it in for what it is. So... Mm. Over and above being curious about what I'll find there, mm-hmm. and exploring, asking questions, trying sure. new out, out new things. When I do see things that I commissioned into my orbit by way of curiosity, sure. or when I just experience them random encounter, yeah. a thing is a thing is a thing. Thing, yeah. Just what face, is it? Right? Face value. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, sure, really, sure. truly, what is it? Yeah. I can get to its depth later. Uh, I can give it the benefit of the doubt or whatever, mm. but my departure point is mm. a thing. Let's thing it a thing. thing. Yeah. Is a a thing. Thing. yeah. yeah. Um, so that's true. The third one uh, with transitions, um, it, it's more of who I can be, right? Um, how I think about my potential mm. changes so much, right? It, it, oh, for me, I it's see. not a matter of yeah. I have a lot or less mm. of mm. Mm. potential, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but. A new environment can essentially like bring out parts of you that were hidden in crevices you did not know existed, Definitely, yeah. uh, and therefore your potential is no longer just in the domains that you knew. Now you have potential in areas you didn't even know existed that people could do, uh, or you had in you uh, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Uh, so if I experience a thing for what it is, uh, I essentially can then start identifying opportunities in which I can then add value into that space, and therefore the idea of potential has branches for me and not just the dial that goes up and down. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think those three would Mm. be things, values that I've extracted from the different transitions uh, that I've gone through. They're hard. Oh, they're tough. But once once you get through them, uh, they're great. Uh, But back to the original questions about the transition, I mean, about kind of what it was like. Uh, at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, and I'm saying that because the University of Texas is like the University of California. It's a system of schools within the oh, state. Okay. And then they yeah. have different branches. So you have UC Berkeley, UCLA, uh, UC Davis, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. UT is the same. Okay. The main yeah. branch being the University of Texas at Austin because mm. Austin is the capital of Texas. Of oh, Texas, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's kind of how, uh, the naming essentially mm, goes mm, in that way. Mm. So the transition was hard, but you know, kind of make it past that. Mm. Uh, yeah, but that I had a great big, time. Big
0: culture shock. What was like... Everything is
1: bigger. So there's a phrase that goes, everything is bigger in Texas. They Mm. were not lying. The food is bigger. The people are bigger. The cars are bigger. The Mm. highways are bigger. Everything is big. Um, Mm. And uh, if you know me in person, you know I'm a petite person. I'm not Mm. huge by any sense. Mm. So everything just felt like, this is huge. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) This is huge. It's like uh, when... When Joseph, not Joseph, Joshua mm-hmm. had to go, <laughs> like everyone is big. Yes, when they were going doing a report, yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Did it feel feel like that?
1: Yeah, as well? it, it, it felt it's overwhelming at first because really? it's just like whoa. Yeah, uh, everything was fast. Everything is big. Uh, okay. There's that, but I think other aspects I wasn't really as culture shocked by because one. A good number of my teachers at the African Leadership Academy were American, oh, at least at the time. So as we are engaging, again, small-knit community, mm. uh, no more than 200 students, uh, boarding school. So we spent a lot of time with our teachers who were in their 20s as well. Mm. So these are people who were you know, not far removed from the university experience sure. and not far removed from their time in America. Sure. Uh, so they got to share a lot of what it was like. Uh, so I actually had a good background yeah, as to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I didn't have to have a wild imagination that was then kind of like challenged. Mm-hmm. It was more of the groundwork and uh, kind of the, the conceptualizing uh, that I built was very much on real stuff that actually happened sure, uh, and not sure. just like stuff that happened on like like, in the movies, on TV, or whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean,
0: even movies, they kind of, like,
1: yeah. give you an idea of what yeah, like, yeah, like, this yeah. is how... In addition, though, I did have a teacher who uh, taught me leadership in my second year. So you have okay. different teachers. First sure. year, you're taught by one teacher. Second year, you're taught by a different one. Just mm. for different perspectives. Uh, because the second year is more hands-on. You're actually running businesses in your second year
0: uh, versus your first year.
1: Uh, leadership and entrepreneurship was kind of one group.
0: Uh, um, I would love to hear about running businesses. How is yes. you so at the, school running a business. Yes, because the
1: African Leadership Academy is an economy in unto itself right in and of itself it is an economy um it has a virtual money system that runs within that and everything so we wow. have so i ran the salon for example mm-hmm. uh, there was a bank we had an auditing firm mm-hmm. uh we had a tuck shop kind of spaza type situation we had an art studio where you could buy art um, Yeah, different... Like, the class is divided into groups of three or four, and Mm. then you start a business. We had a photography business. Uh, We had an AV type Mm. people who ran all the events on campus. Um, And then there was a pastry, like a bakery type. Bakery, yeah. uh, yeah. Whatever it is, Mm. the business... um, Businesses that exist in the world and deliver Mm. uh, a service there um, definitely can uh you can find them in the uh, african leadership academy uh, sure. they've built it such that it it is a so it, microcosm it a, yeah, of yeah, sure. the world right the world, you simulate yeah. the world except uh, mm-hmm. um you get to see we have student government within mm. there if the government was setting rules for the Private sector. Mm, what does that look like? Uh, yeah, sure. Again, that's how that's how challenging. That's why when I talk about like how challenging and oh, demanding it was, I see, I see, you uh, on top of just normal schooling, you in the classroom from for inter, entrepreneurship, African studies, and leadership, mm. and then you have to put that in practice. Mm. Uh, and these are you have low customers. These are not play play people. Sure, uh, we had a board, um, so you have board members. So as a um, person who ran a salon uh, we had a board so mm. these were people who ran actual salons outside in the real world uh, mm. in air quotes um, and people who ran beauty empires or whatever who were friends of the school who would then come in and serve as our board because mm. every business of a large scale of a particular nature is held um, to account by a, a board right so. So we had that as well. So we were a fully functioning economy. So
0: you were like, I actually like that because mm-hmm. it, it kind of like it gets you into the world that you're actually going to yeah. enter. Mm-hmm. Because um, I had I had this um, concept, mm. not a concept rather, I would, I would say we are doing things that we never thought we would. What we were gonna do? Mm. Because literally, when I was thinking of being an engineer, I was not thinking of what I'm doing now. Mm. But I could have chosen something else,
2: mm.
0: but when I ask a lot of people, like, hey, man, so are you doing what you actually wanted to do? Mm. And they tell me that, ah, no, man, they were, we're now we're now doing this. Yes, yeah. I loved it from the beginning, but mm. if I had to really sit down and choose, mm. Uh, I was not going to go this route. Yeah. And literally, I find it a lot like similar with a lot of my peers. Yeah. It's, hey guys. It's, it's actually the norm. And <laughs> I think
1: that's what we need to be fair and open about. True. The norm is that you will not end up where you think you would. And that doesn't mean a bad thing. Does not yeah. mean you'll fall from glory or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. Or whatever idea you had of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's that really your perspective is very limited. You just don't know that it is. Yes. That uh, is very limited. And once you actually put things into practice and get exposed to people who are practicing in different ways, exactly. then you realize what because even sometimes some of the fields you're practicing in now did not exist when you were in high school and even though that space of time might have been five years a lot can happen in industry within five years Mm. and so if you end up just not being what you wanted to do be or doing specifically what you wanted to do, mm. that's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, most people have that as their testimony in life mm. to, in general. It's
0: true, it's true. Because uh, what, what the reason why I was saying that is, mm. you know, I so appreciate the fact that there is an economy mm. which you're already participating in, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. gives you an idea of how, because that's how the world works.
1: Yes. And you understand your value add. And I think that's the biggest thing, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, I then went on to at the University of Texas uh, do a liberal arts degree. Yes, Mm. it was in economics and psychology, um, but it was a liberal arts degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that meant that I understood that my value add wasn't necessarily in kind of like the training that I was going to get in university. The ways of thinking, the ways of applying yourself, Mm. the ways of looking for opportunity in the world that's what you kind of need to, and practice really gets you there. Because mm. uh, a lot of people then start realizing that once they start working, because mm. in school they're there to just get, you know, this is the the ABC, the one, two, three. Sure. I get the piece of paper and then I go apply it. And then the world starts opening mm-hmm. up to me. I got that experience in high school, uh, which is why, again, when people say, oh my God, you repeated high school. Oh my God, oh gosh, no. It was, it, it, no. Yeah, it was it's night and two worlds day. apart, yeah. Very, very, night and day. Uh, some ways they might intersect and complement each other. But that's how rich of an experience I had. Mm. I wouldn't trade that for anything. In fact, there are many other classrooms I walked into post-high school that don't even match. Like, I even got some credits. Like, I got university credits from my high school classes. I had to mm. skip some classes oh, in university because wow. that's how enriched the experience true, was. True. Um, so, yeah. So, it, it, it really it's a special place. Uh, we did a lot. And it definitely, again, maybe to come back to... The, the line of conversation we we're in about kind of like my time in Texas culture shock and all that, sure. um, I was guided a lot by people who just knew what they were doing and mm. kind of had the experience and therefore imparted that. With thank just, God yeah. for Allah. Yeah, we I mean, do. South, African, yes.
0: South African public schools, <laughs> <laughs> schools can learn a lot from that. From the NLA So system, before yeah. we go to UT, right, um, oh, okay. I figured you might have had options. To what? For different universities.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Why UT and which were the options that you had?
1: Uh, so, for me, I had, obviously, options in South Africa first. Okay. So, so those were still on the table. Okay. Uh, so, those are still open and, I you know, kind
0: of had to... So, like, which choose. which options? I just want you to put the options uh. on
1: there. <laughs> 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 uh, no,
0: a few, a few. Okay. I'll, I'll not
1: mention all of them, a few. Okay. Um, so, Stellis, mm-hmm. um, UPN Use Vits, right? Okay. So, I'll just Use mention those three. I don't think I'd actually applied to UCT. In my mind, I didn't apply to UCT, but when I went back for my master's, mm. my name was already on the system. I was like, wait, I have a student number. What's happening here? So yeah, I think I actually sure, did. Sure. Um, because I think maybe when I was thinking back, I Probably remembered a it's a big part of maybe yeah. why I had to do the NBTs. Uh, mm. Because UCT, I mean, UCT, the NBTs kind of headquartered. Sure, sure, sure. At, uh, UCT, and they were big, that was big for them, sure. that uh, MTC test. So, yeah, anyway, so those three. Yeah. Um, obviously you put in your three, three options. Um, first yeah. at the time I was going to do industrial engineering, I think. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Just that like was, my wife. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh,
1: that was the first option. Um, and then for a good number of like some combination of like, uh, accounting and, um, so I was okay with being a CA and that's the mm. thing I was okay with being a CA. Okay. Gosh. though okay. yeah. so that's just like a thing you like be you're okay with, um, <laughs> That and uh, some version of like economics, some nanotech that I was interested in at the time. Sure. Uh, because of the the winter schools that we did at Vits, we did a lot of um, at least the, the stuff that interested me was a lot of in the mechanical um, mm. engineering kind okay. of division and stuff there. So there were sub fields there that mm. I got interested in. So I applied for a. Good and then traditionally,
0: of those. W- which options do you have?
1: Uh, Quest in Canada okay. and. Uh, UT, because realistically, the others I don't count, them. because you know you're like, you a know, waiting list and then second round, or because you have to apply, there are two waves, uh, two sessions of applying, mm. um, so one part is in December, and then the second part is in March mm. um, and then I think ones that were, to me, look like viable options were Quest in Canada as well as uh, the University of Texas in the States mm. uh, so yeah, so it was between uh, for me it came down to Canada and uh, U.S. Um, SA was, it made sense, but I mean, I had the other option open and I knew I could always come back for other forms of degrees in South mm-hmm. Africa. I could always come back. I always intended to come back. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we can, we can tackle that later. Yeah. Uh, I think the tough, type, the tough part was I had a, a number of full scholarships for the SA universities so I kind of had to translate some of that to the the U S system, uh, but by the time I chose the University of Texas, I actually then had found like a full ride scholarship, like everything paid for. Mm. So then I didn't; it, it was no longer yeah, like an issue. Ready. Yeah. So I chose UT mostly because one Canada is very cold. <laughs> I think that's yes, there.
2: that's
0: what I said UT. You, you were very trying, very, running away from the snow.
1: <laughs> very. It's just, and it wasn't really running away. I just, if I didn't have to, I didn't want to. Mm. So I was I was good with having a different option. Sure, sure. Um, and also as a school, um, what it offered was slightly different from UT. But I think what UT kind of had as an edge over uh, Quest was uh, UT and Austin in general. What it has become now was a very was a rising tech kind of sub capital uh, sure. in the south. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's now called the Silicon Valley of the South. At the time, okay. it was the rising Silicon Valley of the South. Mm. Um, so. You know, if you're familiar with South by Southwest, uh, the conference, yeah. uh, obviously now Tesla is over there doing a lot. A lot happens in Texas, right? Like NASA yeah. is in Texas. The really? oil industry of the United States is in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so oh, well, we have a Fed as well there. Um, you do that? There's a there's a Fed as well. So like a, almost like a reserve bank oh, branch. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. they're very limited in, the, in, in mm. the States. So, you know, Texas has one um, and stuff like that. So... It's a, it had a lot going for it. Um, and if I wanted to spread my wings and attempt different things in emerging worlds and markets, I could do it um, at a pace yeah, that was manageable. Yes. Yeah, um, and I got all of that and more. Mm. I think today, doing what I do in practice now, the exposure 100% happened at UT. Um, mm. And I don't think I would have had the exposure and the opportunity to practice it because none of it was in my degree. Did you get a chance to practice?
0: Yeah according to in UTI. Yeah,
1: yeah wow yeah so wow. The, the the ecosystem around like mm. even like student um, organizations mm-hmm. is still very industry faced sure. right industry facing they are like the student clubs uh and south africa has a bit of this as well student clubs are funded by industry giants mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and at the time a lot of what was emerging by way of tech mm-hmm. uh, they were tapping into because it makes sense right sure. we literally like six streets away from downtown Mm. is where the university is. Sure, sure, sure. It makes sense Mm. to kind of go onto that campus and say, hey, young talent, do you want to pivot, add on to your degrees, try out a few things. Uh, A good number of people who I was practicing with did not have like technical or tech backgrounds or science backgrounds uh, at all. But it was more of, okay, can we apply ourselves, dig our toes and fingers into this and figure out kind of Mm -hmm. the value add again when you understand what your value add is, uh, it matters not kind of the degree or the industry or whatever. Um, You you know how to identify opportunity and how to add value uh, to a conversation. So yeah, so that's kind of uh, how I chose UT. Uh, Mm. Austin was a big part of it. Uh, UT, uh, it's a highly reputable school, great school. Uh, One of the best public schools in the States. Mm -hmm. Um, Stand behind it, go Longhorns. Come on. Go
0: Longhorns.
1: (laughs) Um, Um, But yeah, so I... Is, That's how I got to that. There is
0: a, a thing that you guys were doing with gardening. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like... Um, I, I had to do my research. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was one of is the, there anything you did not find? <laughs> literally. Literally, so... Li- in, okay, let me tell you, like, yeah. all the things that I checked, yeah. uh, just things it's, it's a bit fire at the moment, because mm-hmm. I actually had some of the things that I actually found. Yeah,
1: you can, you can, we can pause it, you can go find it.
0: No, okay, I'll just go get it, yeah, okay. I'll pause. So, uh, I went on, on Twitter. Uh, and Twitter I, even? Yes, Yo. so I searched Tagumari. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me not say this, because someone's going to do the same thing. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> please
1: don't. <laughs> right? But I mean, I guess what you find
0: on the internet is fake. Exactly, so, so I checked there, right, mm. and... So, I followed people who... So, I saw so that you were actually tagged by someone. Oh. So, there was, like, um, there was, a, like, some... I think it like you used to do, like, gardening of some sort in your, in your spare time.
1: No, that's not... Okay. Were we wearing green shirts? Green the, shirts, Okay, yes. okay. Let me just yes. quickly explain. Mm. So... Uh, As one of my many interests, (laughs) uh, I joined an organization called Alternative Breaks. They work across universities in the States. And what they do is, so it's an alternative uh, to the break. So usually spring break is when, um, and just maybe to give context, spring break in the States is in... the new year, so the fall semester, so we have two semesters, right? The fall semester and the spring Mm. semesters. Uh, The break that you get in the middle of the spring semester, which starts in January, um, is where people go to, you know, the Cancun, the Mm. Mexico experience, the, you know, Caribbean experiences, Miami. That's what spring break is for. So they build this organization. They call it alternative breaks, right? It's an alternative Mm. to the grooviest type Mm. break. Mm. Um, And if you want to kind of use your break for good, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fee that you essentially uh, pay to then be matched with uh, a particular organization, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that needs help, and usually there's travel involved in that. Sure. Um, so we, the one that I got matched with, so I, you know, joined that, assigned to that, and then decided, you know, what, I'm going to go on one of these trips. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of civic education as well, and sure. uh, just kind of an understanding of much as we are in, you know, the best country in the world and like the richest country. wow, yeah. uh, There are a lot of people who are. Experiencing the hard end of the deal. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as you, as either a citizen living, uh, a citizen or a person living here, how can you be of assistance to your community, the broader community? Sure. Um, and so, volunteering with time and money uh, was, you know, a big part of that. So, the one that I got matched with once I decided I'm going to go on one of the trips was in New Orleans, right? If you know New Orleans, that's where Hurricane Katrina happened. Okay. Um, we were there 10 years after it had happened, but still the devastation was just. It was palpable; like it was very evident this place had been wrecked Mm. uh, by um, uh, by by the hurricane. And if you follow the politics post Hurricane Katrina, and kind of you know that was the time of uh, President Bush and his response, Mm. uh, or like thereof, um, there was a lot of neglect that happened, and it's still very visible in that community. It wasn't an exaggeration; it wasn't party politics; it wasn't kind of identity politics. Those were real stories, really um, stories yeah. and it's it's still very visible there. It's it's a ghost town in certain parts. It's almost like there are mm. blocks that are like ghost towns, and it's like no, sure. no, no. this city is way too advanced to be to be like this, like to be, yeah. Like yeah, this, like yep, to be true, in the state. True. Um, so we got assigned to that. We did kind of like the training prior to that, a lot of education about the people there, the place there, the hurricane itself, and kind of the intricacies of kind of what the place needed. What it got and what has been missing since, mm-hmm. uh, and therefore we were going to help uh, meet some of those needs. Right, sure. so we held these university students from all over the country who chose an alternative break mm-hmm. to go there. So other people went to California. Some people actually went out of the country to Mexico, um, to the border border towns in El Paso sure. uh, in Texas, and other people went kind of up north to help with kind of uh, migrant cities um, in New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's where the green shirt kind of situation happened. I was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. not in Texas. So that's a different oh, state, but well, New that. Orleans is in fact, is a city. I was in the state of Louisiana mm-hmm. uh, in the city of New Orleans, um, where, you know, you're there and then you actually get to see. So you did a little tour and then on the first day uh, a church was kind of hosting us. So they had this lodging kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the second day we did roofing, right? So, uh, a lot of rebuilding is still happening. Lo and behold, many years later, mm-hmm. um, Still rebuilding homes, so there we had partnered with Habitat for Humanity, okay. uh, which I think does have a Cape Town uh, division as well. Really, um, nice. yeah. So essentially, if there's somebody that has a need for a home, they essentially show up, right? They partner with the Home Depots of the world and stuff show, like that, uh, department homes. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, stores um, to build that. So then, they have some people who can come in as labor, uh, but stuff people like us at that time. Uh, act as in between us, right? So we mm-hmm. built... Um, so our team in the morning, we built the driveway. So mm-hmm. dug the driveway and then I'm kind sure. of laid the foundation and then put mm-hmm. in kind of like the paving for that. Nice. And then we went for lunch break, came back and then we did the roofing. There was a team that was doing the electric wiring inside and then one that was doing the flooring. Mm-hmm. And then later on, mm-hmm. they did the plumbing in the afternoon. Yeah. So in like two, three days, we can build a full home like mm-hmm. with a huge labor labor yeah. force. Um, so yeah, so just kind of the... Uh, slating and then you know putting the F channels and then you kind of put everything yeah. in and whatever, all that. Anyways, technical stuff around building a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we did that and that was second day. Third day is when we went into people's homes, so old age community, people who sure. kind of stayed over there because actually mm-hmm. a lot of the genealogy within New Orleans has been split up because people mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. and kind of never came back because there wasn't much to come back to. Yeah. So families have been torn up. Um, mm-hmm. So families have been torn up since then. Uh, so there are a lot of people who are maybe we regarded as elders or the older population who are by themselves. Like the younger ones got on to whatever, moved to Houston, moved sure. to kind of like upper uh, Baton Rouge and all that kind of stuff, upper parts of Louisiana. So we the third day we went into their homes and essentially just cleaning up, just, you know. Mm. Um, so essentially you you know, dealing with the weeds, um, kind of aligning their potting,
0: planting system. So it was like, kind of like nice to actually see the the best side of America and mm-hmm. like, I don't key, use the, the word the the west, yes, side. The yeah, west side. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, And it
1: was important to me that I had a balanced view. So mm. it, that, that was important. Sure. Um, so yeah, so we did that and um, did vegetable like community gardens, kind of you know pulling stuff out and replanting and all that kind of stuff. And then the third day is when we went into the gardens, mm. um, and I think that's the picture that you saw. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what we we're doing is essentially the continuation of the community gardens. Um, local kind of organizations they have built a lot of community gardens just to help out with kind of like food produce. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, because you know there are a lot of regulations around like what you can plant where um, mm. in the states. You can't just plant anything. Yeah, These
0: guys they actually lo- or they own the land. Yes.
1: Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a rule and a law for everything. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So city ordinance do allow for certain plots that have been vacant since Katrina sure. to then be turned into um, mm. community gardens. Sure. So that we there we spent the whole day, and I don't think I've ever slept. Uh, As long as I did after that day. Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, hard work. (laughs) I mean, shout out to everybody working in agriculture on the farm. uh, No, it was a lot. Um, Hard work. But yeah, that's where that picture was. Uh, The cause was that, uh, and I went there with a group of people who, uh, some of which I'm still in contact with today. We we had a great time and it was revealing because, like you said, um, when you live in Austin, this and love is good, and then. Just step out, right? It's a, it's a drive, uh, fairly short um, by Texas standards because you can, Texas is huge as a state, yeah. huge. Okay. Um, so it's a fairly okay drive. Um, and then you go in there and then you see uh, this is not just like a tale or like, you know, that you see in the movies, much like with KZN. If you went to KZN mm-hmm. now, seeing it there is very different from what you're seeing. Yeah, um, definitely, yeah. Um, and not different in the sense as the opposite, but the the magnitude and the scale of just the damage, mm. uh, y- you can almost feel it um, mm, within mm. your person. Sure, and particularly you sure. that to help, you're connecting with the place in a much, much, much different way than sure. just seeing it on TV. So yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's where that. From, I did not do agricultural farming for a hobby. <laughs> no, yeah, that was just yeah. where I got assigned um, as a trip, but more specifically, that oh, day of the trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are the pictures that made it to
0: the ground. Um, I, I just want to be it now um, before you. You, I just want to understand in terms of the things that you were saying that you, you, you learned a lot in terms mm-hmm. of the exposure mm-hmm. in UT, right? Yeah. So you got a chance to practice. So what were you practicing? Because I think you did, um, you see, I think you explained that you did... Um, economics. Economics. and
1: my minor was Psychology
0: and uh, my minor was psychology psychology, yes Yes. so when you're practicing what what what, 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 were you doing this too or do something no not
1: at all all. because number one in psychology you do need a lot of licensing to practice Mm -hmm. so please don't go around Psychoanalyzing people, <laughs> giving diagnosis for yeah, things sure, that you sure. are not licensed for. Uh, conversation is one thing, to then be prescriptive is another. So, mm-hmm. no, I wasn't doing that. Uh, my major, my main uh, degree was economics, yeah. um, which um, the practice there was more of uh, the club that we started, was more international student facing. Sure. So, kind of discussing and bringing in a lot of guests that had experience with uh, the practice of economics. Um, on a global scale, right? So the international economics is essentially what we were doing, Mm because even with economics, international economics is a subdivision of, it's something you can specialize in, it's a subdivision of the the industry itself. So yeah, so, No, the short answer is no, I wasn't practicing any of that. One, I was practicing in entrepreneurship because that was an easy continuation from my high school experience. Mm. So the student government entrepreneurship agency, uh, so student government self-headed entrepreneurship agency, um, they had a fund for that and pretty much different projects that we engaged in. Uh, That Mm -hmm. I I practiced a lot of. Um, A lot of my friends did cultural clubs, so we'd go to kind of old settler towns, we'd go to the LBJ, so the Lyndon B. uh, Johnson, who is the former president of uh, the United States? He his home is in Texas, okay. uh, so we we'll go to the presidential library it was at UT, but his home itself is a bit you know far out, so we drove there. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of like cultural experiences. So to say, mm. Texas is not a monolith. Uh, it's huge for it's a reason. Here. It's not a monolith, so it's not a. Um, uh, a typecast. It's not what a place that offers only one thing, right? Mm. The Texas yeah. Way isn't only cattle uh, herding or oh, yeah, I see. Uh, I open it, yeah. skies and mm. like cowboy hats and like sure, horses. Sure. Um, Everyone with the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh It, it, <laughs> the it, the it has more to offer. Yeah, And the place itself, if you take the history classes which, by the way, if you go to a public school in the States, you are obligated to take at least four history classes, Mm -hmm. um, which I had to take. And if you take that history, particularly the history of Texas, um, you actually get to see how much of an influence um, other people and other places have had on Texas itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today, you might be convinced that the Texas way has always been the Texas way, and there's only one Texas way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you zoom out a little and maybe go into people's homes, smaller communities, and places that are outside the metros, so maybe outside of Houston, outside of San Antonio, Austin, or, or... Dallas or the DFW area, Dallas Fort sure. Worth area, and maybe a little bit outside El Paso, you will realize that man, there's so many countries and so many people have had an uh an influence on Texas as mm. is. Um so yeah, so we had a lot of like clubs around there, So it was a lot of cultural, uh and anthropological mm. like practice in sure, terms of that. Sure. But I think what I spent my most time doing was in um what is now my world, the world of, you know, data science um and and tech as the startup world mm-hmm. um, we had a I'm not sure obviously everyone's familiar with Michael Dell of the Dell computers he went to uh, Texas right. he I believe still lives in Austin mm-hmm. um, so his kind of aura has rubbed off uh, has rubbed off a lot on um, the Austin uh, startup world at least in the earlier days sure. uh, so there's a lot of support Ooh. a lot of um, just ecosystem work and infrastructure that they offered, uh, landed to the startup world, um, in order for it to kind of be what it is. Um, And a lot of the small businesses were giving, uh, you know, like right here. So there was a time where, Uber, for example, wasn't allowed uh, within Texas. the city. Yeah. Okay. So then a lot of startups kind of were competing for that. Oh, um, I see. For that yeah. market, right? Sure, to say sure, sure. we see other people across the country uh, and other cities in Texas um, having access to this. Uh, what can you do? So stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot that went on by way of the media. Uh, lots of food startups because I mean Texas is for food, delicious yeah. food. T- talking about food. Because, oh my God!
0: Um, you see, you see when you're a podcaster. Yes. Oh. You see, when you're a podcaster, right, mm. um, of course, you've listened to Joe Rogan. And, <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he advocates for Texas like nobody's business. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so actually, Again, uh,
1: another reason why you can't listen to one person and believe Texas is a monolith, right? Yeah. There are many yeah. more people who think very differently uh, on different variations sure. uh, to Joe Rogan. But Yes. Um, he is a huge advocate for Texas, <laughs> yeah, as are many people these days. By the way, yeah, it feels yeah. like everyone is moving to Texas.
0: Yeah, so, so it seems like Texas, like, is becoming like uh, the place to be for America.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say in the last five years, I think Dallas is now. The number one city that um, people from other metropolitan areas are moving to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Texas, for a long time, I mean Texans will tell you it's an amazing place. It's a place that has very bad PR, and it might sound controversial that me, a black person, international,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I'm saying go-, go live in Texas. Maybe I'm yeah. not saying go live in Texas, but it is a it's a it's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Like it's not bad. It has a lot mm-hmm. to offer. Um, yeah, let me just say that it's it's a good place to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good place, place you to be say, you say the, a lot of mic <laughs> yes yes no so, it's,
1: it's, a, it's a good so, place be. So makes sense
0: um, I like I like because the thing is the, the reason I was asking in terms of what, what were you practicing mm-hmm. um, and you, like you were saying that you got to understand even uh, the entrepreneurial side of things right mm-hmm. and also and yeah
1: in the, in the startup world because I did a lot world, of yeah. like you know like when you're an assistant to the head of product or whatever mm, stuff like that mm, uh, so, mm, so there's a lot of practice in that sense mm. um, and so the exposure yeah, is, is, yeah. is what I got. I'm
0: sure it, you know. it, it was it was really nice because uh, <laughs> Actually, I don't wanna want means my word my words rather okay. but say it as as it comes to you and then we can refine it from okay you. so so, so I, f- I feel like it was it was because the thing is the most of the time I actually ask a lot of students mm-hmm. and and ask them hey man um, so you're studying this what which company do you want to work for mm-hmm. and uh, literally most of the students that I've talked to mm-hmm. um, they don't have an answer to that mm-hmm. and and I feel like it, it how are you going to have a relationship with a company if you have not, if you don't know where exactly we want to go? Yeah. So, that's the other reason for this podcast because mm. I can just bring as many professionals as possible. Okay. So that they can just give them, at least if you don't want to go for the information, at least just listen to the on the information in terms of what this guy does on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. And you look at yourself, you're like, okay, oh, okay. So this like, is this something what I could I want, to want to do. Yeah. You understand? So, um it's because what I wanted to say is that what you're doing mm. or what you did, it seems like it also I think I, I've said it before as mm. well that to say that it helps in terms of kinda like map out mm. what exactly it's like it's cutting down all the things that you didn't want to do. Yeah. And it's kinda like makes sense as as time yeah. goes on. Yeah. So now you finish in Texas, um, mm. what made you want to come back?
1: <laughs> like I said, I wanted to come back from the beginning. The goal was always to return, right? Remember oh, sure, when I Oh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah. So, so maybe just to... The scholarship that I got to mm-hmm. go to Texas was also very Africa-focused. Okay, right? okay. So throughout my years there, I found ways to always be amongst Africans in Texas, but also to connect to people who were doing work on the African continent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was an easy easy transition for me back that maybe that was one of the easiest transition back sure. it was still you know had its challenges from kind of yeah. texas to cape town but it was still a fairly okay transition i always kept with do you want to say something
0: no i wanted to ask because uh, uh, i know we have been talking about you learning and doing your work that side yes you were getting paid right it was not
1: yes wait okay
0: in Texas? So yes, I mean, getting paid. your practice.
1: To a certain extent, because obviously, when you're on an international visa, which I was on an F1 visa, mm. uh, you can only work as so many hours. The rest of that has to be volunteer, right? Oh, okay. You have a cap on, I the think it's now hours. 15 hours a week. Okay. Um, and then you can only be paid. Uh, obviously, there's, um, what is it? minimum minimum mm. wage sure, uh, you sure, can sure. from that and up depending on kind of the job that mm. you got but you can't work more than that because do the primary reason of your visa is studying not working mm. right so therefore do you, you, do you can't you make m-
0: money there or as a student yeah yeah was mm. it good for, for a student
1: it was okay, but again, I had a full scholarship. I my scholarship mm-hmm. paid for housing, food, pocket and money, yeah, devices, yeah, sure, whatever. Sure, sure. So, so maybe my needs, like okay. yes. Ah, yes. Um, my needs were very different. Yes. Yes. My needs were very different, and it. I must always say that because <laughs> then people are like, oh my gosh, he lived this life. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Sure. 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 No. 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 Sure. Um. Because
0: I think I think the reason why I'm asking on that aspect is, uh, maybe someone who want will say, okay, I, I had someone who went to UT. Yeah. And they kind of like don't understand, um, mm-hmm. the ins and outs and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So, so
1: I would. When it comes to money, do not rely on your student job to cover your bills. Mm. Uh, You are applying for stress if you do that. Mm. Uh, Because school there, because if you think about um, how school fees work, and any international students, even in South Africa, will tell you this. Um, The locals, it's it's a state school, right? So the locals, Mm. if you have a Texas address when you apply, there's a particular fee, right? You pay to the school, whatever, right? If you've been, whatever. Then as an international, there's an out-of-state fee. Mm. Often it's about twice whatever, mm. the student. And then there's an international, because out of state is still in America. Mm, mm. You're still benefiting from the federal taxes that you pay. Sure, sure. Out of the country, international, is three times as much. Oof. So if you're going there as an international student uh, on an F1, meaning undergrad, um, and you are relying on your student job to cover fees that are three times as much as the basic that mm. everybody else is paying, maybe have another plan on top of that. Yeah. I'm always an advocate for international experiences, particularly if you've done an undergrad here, please go do your postgrad somewhere. Mm. You know, if you can reach for those stars, they are very much attainable, mm. uh, but do not rely on a certain job to cover. It's just, it's a very stressful, because then now you're having to work multiple jobs, others are mm. under the table, you're being Still paid. Studying, yeah, yeah so. and you, you're risking a lot of uh, your, your, your eligibility to stay mm. there for what I believe can be solved prior to you leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, that's just me. Uh, and if anybody's looking for maybe further perspectives, they can go into that. But I had a scholarship, so I had, my needs were very different when it came to money. Sure. Uh, I never worked for survival, I never worked even for leisure. Mm-hmm. I worked because, again, curiosity, all these things that I want to experience. I sure. want to apply myself, understand my value worth, get to gauge what that is. Um, but I never gauged that against the dollar amount that I was getting, mm-hmm. very different. But true. yes, you can you can, make money and listen, if you want to live like the modern, you know, <laughs> rolling out Insta life, sure, sure. Uh, if your needs are covered, you can do a little bit of that. Yeah, true, uh, on true. a budget, obviously, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can. Um, so yeah, so then um, that actually speaks to my connection back to the continent, mm-hmm. Every time, so this I mentioned there are two semesters. One starts in August, and Until then June, yeah. the second one ends in June. Uh, really, it was May for university. It's really May. Uh, by the time, every year, what I'll do is I'll come back and work in South Africa. So I had three months off, mm-hmm. right? So in a calendar year, I have three months off of university. Sure, sure. A consistent three months. Mm-hmm. So I'd come back to okay. South Africa. Okay. Um, the first year, I worked for a big, I won't mention names, but a big, maybe the biggest beverage company in the world. You can mm-hmm. fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um, at their Southern Africa head office. Sure. Um, so I did that, and again, and what I, were you doing there? Marketing.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, for me- So data analysis, data science- was... Data science came way later. Oh, is right? it? Because
1: I was just doing, it was an emerging field at the time, mm, right? Okay. So the first year, I definitely was doing a lot more watching than applying. Okay. I did more ap- application by way of entrepreneurship in my first year. Okay. So. That way, when my first summer came through, mm-hmm. uh, I did marketing. And f- marketing for me, again, when you break things down to the bare bones, mm-hmm. uh, as an economist or economist in training, um, also doing um, psychology, the two made sense for me. Right, mm-hmm. the, the If you understand the human behavior the people, yeah. uh, and you can put essentially a dollar amount to what that is or what that could be, sure, um, sure. you are... A valued asset in marketing um, it's not obviously that simple but if you break down kind of the the, the, the complexities of the field for me it came to that yeah. um, and at the time um, I had this teacher a lecturer or rather who did uh, behavioral economics I was okay. listening to a lot of free economics as well mm-hmm. so I was like huh I could let's see what what this looks like
0: yeah um, okay Let me just
2: Tons things
0: okay, A little. Oh, I think maybe after. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, guys, um, where were we? Uh, coming back to work home to work home, yes. yes. So, so, you were saying that you were, Yes, so
1: huge beverage making company, sure, sure, um, sure. In fact, they make more than beverages at this point. It's mm. if you think of the beverage that's more popular, well, second most popular to water, mm. that's where I was working, yeah, um, fact, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I did. Uh, and again, it it schooling and experience, like you said, gives, mm. for me, I was, I've always been confident uh, about the fact that at least the, 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 the schooling and the practical experiences I get whilst I'm still in school will allow me to eliminate. The process of elimination is important for me, at least. Sure, sure. Because... Uh, When you are, you know, oh yes, great potential, high talent, whatever. You generally feel like you can do any and everything, but realistically, you won't be able to do that. So if I can find your niche, yeah. Yeah. So if I can apply myself, so narrow down maybe five and actually start practicing in those five in some way. Obviously, the stakes are lower because I'm still in school. But if I get access to these huge companies and get to do internships with them, uh, I can very much eliminate. No, this is not something I want to do. And so the clarity for me of knowing what not to do it's just as important as knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. I was kind of glad for that. Uh, I knew I could do aspects of marketing, probably in a digital capacity, which I then kind of came back to do later on in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, but marketing as a whole wasn't a place that I was going to make my, a name for myself in. Sure, uh, sure. That, that was very clear. Then my second year, I, and my second and third year, I was working for um, an ins- insurance firm. Uh, think of, I won't mention names, but think of the um, the biggest privately owned, so non-listed uh insurance in south africa okay. that's that's what i was working for sure. at the head- headquarters in Jobex as well okay. so for three consecutive so, years so,
0: so so sorry for that uh, mm-hmm. i want to find out so how how were you getting these gigs were you just coming and then you had already applied or oh no already? again
1: the power of the african leadership academy Come those guidance counselors that you're assigned in high school yes, stay with you yes. pretty much until you're 15 the same people, well, unless they leave and then you get assigned to somebody else. Sure, sure. The sure. guidance counseling at first, obviously when you're in the school is more about what your life will look like after that. Yeah, yeah. After that, I'm still in contact with the person who will connect me to grad school experiences, scholarships. There are certain scholarships at this point that are even carved out just for graduates of the African sure, sure, Academy. Sure, sure. You can think of uh, getting a scholarship for your master's just because you went to a particular high school. Mm. right? Not because you went to a particular uni but a particular mm, high school. High that's school, how yeah, deep absolutely. that, that school goes into. True. So, oh, so beautiful. Eh? Amazing. Amazing. Wow. If I am stuck with something, having sometimes I'm have trouble with a boss at yeah. work, uh, there are industrial psychologists on that team that I can tap into, um, and they are divided by region, right? So this person takes care of people who are in this region, because then it helps when they want to come back to the continent. Yeah, Those yeah. are the connections that that person has. So mm-hmm. the Southern African Connect um, Guidance Counselor uh, and University Guidance. Uh, there's a the division is called Lifelong Learning, mm-hmm. right? That's the department at the high school. Okay, uh, sure. Because sure. Learning is lifelong hmm. uh, and your needs within your career and your in, education is lifelong in, as well. In
0: our language, it's a bugai bin, I mean,
1: <laughs> I'm i feel. And yeah. really... Learning, in a sense, yeah, right? Continuous true. learning yeah. is, is, is a big part of that school. They strongly believe in that. Sure. Um, so what they would do is they have a portal. We have a jobs portal. Our high school mm. has a job po- That's oh, also another thing, me. right? Our high school has a job portal that's still very active. Mm. So you go on there. They host events. Um, they bring in experts and different people. You can go in get your resume refined if that's what you want. They do inter- interview prep with you. They will find somebody in that company or at least a top person working in that field to come help you interview if that's something you want to do. Sure. Sure. So they have a portal for that. You can log in all your kind of requests on there. You can put in your profile. And then essentially, you know how like Careers24, but like mm. for our high school, we have mm. that internally. Sure, sure. Um, So every, all the guidance counselors, whatever opportunities they go source, they bring onto that platform and then apply from there. So mm. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever, in fact, applied for a job outside of that wow. platform. Uh, oh. In fact, most jobs at this point is more of like, you know, oh, mm. you get a call. Hey, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, in fact, post- Everything post-internship for me has been referral. Mm. Uh, But internship-wise, you go into the portal, they'll say, hey, it shows on our system that you're in your second year. uh, You're interested in ABC. Here's a curated list from Mm. what we have on the portal. You Mm. can go through that or explore essentially the portal overall. Sure. Um, And so, yeah, so they they do that. uh, And that's how I got those opportunities. So, unfortunately, this is not something I can say, hey, go here, do that. sure. This is... You know, in a circle type, system, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a circle type, type <laughs> yeah, things. Sure. But again, if you if you make it through that school, man, it's it's You're set for life. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh my God! To this point, even if I want to start a business, funding, I'm starting on that portal. I'm not starting elsewhere, pitch mm. competitions, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, all sure, those are great, sure. uh, but they understand that we had this training in high school. Mm. We don't need to be doing a lot of this um, kind of catching up, uh, mm. leg work. Um, true, true.
0: Yeah, so essentially, that's how
1: I got those intentions. So,
0: so uh, I think on a, I don't know, I don't know what to, what to use, but on a on a basic, uh, they usually they usually say that um, your background mm. can be a platform mm. to become who you are. Okay. Yeah. So you you that what you with with you saying that mm-hmm. it kind of like gives me an idea that okay, if if you grow up in a place where like all things like in a very good environment, yes, it sets you up 100% differently, yes, yeah. Because yes. so when you say that, I was like, okay, <laughs> you, you're not going through what an average South African no, is going through, not at, at all, like at all, yeah. At so, all. Because we we were just going to school and mm-hmm. you get you finish your graduation then mm-hmm. you have to look for a job yeah get go through all those mm-hmm. the motions of yes it. Yeah. exactly so yeah. so I, I, it it it's really really like cementing that that okay you can actually be in a certain environment which yep. sets you up.
1: Environment makes a world of difference. It's mm. not the only thing, right? Because then if we make it the only thing, then we're seeing people who did not come from certain environments have mm. no way of making it. True, true. true. No ways. Yeah. There, are, there are ways in which you can almost like course correct sure, right, sure. along the way. Exactly, um, exactly, yeah. And again, most people are able to do that are people who have had proximity to people who understand what environment can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, it always comes back to environment. But I've also lived in a world where it matters most the high school you went to than really any uni you went to because then if you set up there, if mm. the thinking is set up there, oh, it yes. really does not, sometimes yes. it doesn't matter the degree you did. Mm-hmm. You could literally study and, and I don't mean to minimize anything by way of kind of like lesser yeah, definitely, and, and definitely, more yeah. but you can, um, you can study art design which is challenging in its own sense but really mostly applicable in very particular setting or limited settings, at least in the South African sure. context and be an investment banker in New York. Mm. Uh, right. And so, Those, those are, and maybe that could speak to the possibility of America as an economy, or you know, you know, American dream that we kind of were referring to earlier. Aspects of that could be true, but if the thinking is more of, no, I can, I, I understand myself, and I can understand how to carve my place in the world. Mm -hmm. That does more for you Mm. than many other things that we out here claiming can help people.
0: I I think, I think, Allah, Allah, from the sound of it, is it actually. Like they sat down, they tried to understood mm-hmm. like teenagers. <laughs> like, no, we're gonna we're literally gonna be carving out teenagers mm. to become Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think that was
1: yeah. the case. So maybe there's a story. Obviously, ALA is great PR, great marketing. You can go look them up. Sure. Uh, the African Leadership Academy is what it is. There are many other leadership academies, so just looking for the African Leadership Academy. And mm-hmm. how it came about, it was a grad school project, right? So, mm-hmm. like I said, it was fashioned against the Stanford University MBA program sure, because sure. the founders met. And really spend a lot of time—not really met as in for the first time, but kind of, kind of amalgamated in a sense yeah, their, sure. their 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 efforts there. Sure. Um, some were doing both the MBA and the MEd program, so sure. master of education and all that kind of stuff. They had different experiences within education in their own personal lives sure. prior to them meeting there. But really, this was a project, right? You have to do a project in your MBA. Hmm. Uh, this was their project. This high school was their mm. high school. Uh, was their. Um, like MBA project, MBA, yeah, right, so then the idea wasn't less, wasn't more of understanding high schoolers, but more of delivering, like, can they create a premium high school product mm. and experience for the African sure. continent, right, sure. because for a lot of them they had studied, Africans uh, and some Americans, mm. um, they're meeting abroad at these institutions. And it's not uncommon to find like Africans at these top true, institutions. True. We represent. Mm. That is no that is no kind of question. That is something that happens. Mm. But the idea was that if we are so brilliant, why do we have to leave the continent? Mm. Can we not produce people Same who thing. straight out of high school can do wonders, mm. right? So mm. as opposed to having, oh yeah, you're great in high school, but you still need to go get your accreditation in the yeah, States true. or elsewhere yes. and then work there and then come back as a senior person who's a khrutman or whatever. Mm. Mm. Can we create de la creme, or at least like really formidable high schoolers mm. um, on the African continent. Wow. So they, they thought of continent, I mean, they, they thought of content from that perspective for the yeah. African continent, which is yeah. why obviously a, a lot of it was uh, tailored for the African continent for and sure. the African environment, mm-hmm. right? because obviously what they're learning in uh, Palo Alto at Stanford is very different from uh, the the realities of the continent. Um, And so kind of the work was to kind of repackage that. Uh, And they weren't thinking high schoolers because if you think about it, it's almost like how you do baby talk, right? Mm. If you think I'm Producing, I want to understand high schoolers and producing a product for high schoolers. Mm-hmm. You will speak to them at the conventional level at which mm-hmm. high schoolers get spoken true, to, true, which true. is just a basic high school. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That would just be the another old, high school. That's exactly, hands-in. exactly. Versus, uh, right? It's just speaking gugu gaga and baby voice to a kid. True. But you're speaking to a kid in a in a in a voice and a tone mm-hmm. that is more conversational and and very much assimilates to what everybody else is speaking. Mm-hmm. You're elevating even the addiction to yeah, that level, yeah. right? So. They were building a product for the main goal, not mm. necessarily the audience that they're going to be giving it exactly, to Because yeah. um, in many ways a lot of in many ways rather uh, a lot of us have gone on to start projects where we're often the youngest in the room, even out of high school. I know high schoolers who left high school and went to start high schools themselves, right mm. If you think of that power, you need to have been to have left high school with a particular thinking true you need to true. think of yourself in a very different way
0: that means you're already like. Breaking uh, norms. Mm-hmm. Oh, the mold yeah. does not
1: apply to you, mm. right? In in a sense, exactly. and so yeah. if you think we can produce people who do that, mm-hmm. you need to not build a product for high schoolers. You're building a product for future leaders. Hence, mm-hmm. the African Leadership Academy. Oh, right? Man. Leading at whatever. Right All of applause for African <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like oh, now wow. this is an ad oh, for. God. This has become the ad for the African well, Leadership Academy. I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, literally, the thing is, but you see, it's. It's practical and mm. it works. Yes, it does. It's practical and it works. You see, if it was something which was like concept and you still have people who are mm-hmm. going around the world and then they're nobodies, then the concept doesn't really mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. But if, because I think even the worst person even comes out different.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, you change forever. Forever change. You cannot be the yeah, same. Cause yeah, because
0: it, 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 it's really a beautiful thing. Mm. And then talking about a, ALA, do mm-hmm. you have like, private, because um, I think you guys, did you go in through a scholarship or something? Or do you have like private guys who, private uh, students?
1: So the scholarships at LA work in the sense that they fund the school and then the school reallocates according to your need. It's a need-based mm. um, type uh, setup. I think the names have changed as to what that means because the implications are sort of what? Need-based, merit-based, or all that kind of stuff. Mm. But essentially, if you make it into the school, it's, it's need-blind initially. But mm. as you're going through the process, they're not asking you how much can you pay, whatever. If you make it there, they're almost saying we're gonna work with you to find Such a way for you to to, to to figure out the money situation. Yeah. So there's always obviously the starting point is the family contribution. Certain people are at zero and even work, you know, a few campus jobs in there within the African leadership Academy sure. economy to kind of get pocket money or whatever. Mm. Um, and you
0: said you had your own currency as well.
1: Yes, it didn't have a name before people started asking us about name. But I guess we, we <laughs> had like our own currencies before. Sure, sure, yes. sure. Uh, I think actually now it might have a name because I think the person who championed it mm. um, was kind of adamant about, listen, the crypto world is out here putting like these coins and currencies have names. So sure, sure, we should sure. too. Um, <laughs> so I think now it does because, you know, you got to evolve and keep, yeah, keep true, in line true. with um, uh, the world out there. Have you ever went back as an alumna? yeah, yeah, I'm always there. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm always there. I'm always there. I go for every graduation. Well, I went back for every graduation until 2018. Mm -hmm. And then... And also, there are a good number of programs. So when, for example, when the... um, uh, Obama Foundation mm-hmm. had their first event on the African continent. Yeah. They had it at the African Leadership Academy. Oh. So, as alumni, we were part of the facilitators for that uh, and mm. the Obama, Obama leaders and all that kind of stuff. So, we were actually part of the stuff that was delivering our unique curriculum because we graduated from it. Mm. So, we delivered the lead yes, yes. to all these great ministers across the country, I mean, across the continent, business leaders, um, as well as social entrepreneurs. So, it was it was really great. So, I'm, I'm there for different reasons, but almost always you can find me around graduation obviously not this year because i'm in Cape Town now and graduation is today in johannesburg Mm. yeah um but yeah i go back there all the time this it's i think of it as an umbilical cord it's Mm. there's so many ways and reasons to stay connected to the african it's built for that if you think about all the things that i've been mentioning Mm. if i'm going to be applying for um graduate school for like in Europe right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best place to know what scholarships, what how to shape my essays, how to do my interviews would be the African Leadership Academy. Mm. They have the plug. Yes. If, yes, if I go back to the court, mm. right, like, yeah. like the medical court, true, um, true. They, they have not cut it and you kind of, yeah. it works in a favor to keep it running. Mm-hmm. Um, someday I've, My closest friends, deepest, deepest relationships, still this day, uh, I can trace back to a little bit of St. Brennan's but a lot of ALA, even though I spent a a short time. I mean, it it
0: makes sense because, I mean, there it was more... Intentional, mm-hmm. they will just kind of like um, yeah. you a, gravitate to who you gravitate towards. Yeah, true. Yeah, so yeah, yeah,
1: so it's I'm, I'm still in touch. Uh, and they make sure I mean, sometimes they'll have like events for like South African families who want to know what it's like. So I will kind of show up on a panel or two. Um, yeah, man, stuff like that. Right now, I'm on the board on one of the student enterprises that does marketing over there. Um, and so there are many ways to contribute. Back, obviously, not just money, but as, a, as an alarm, Because it's, a it's a, like I said, it's an ecosystem, ecosystem that has yeah, a lot going for it. Mm. Uh, so in the many ways, people served on our boards when we were running our enterprises. I get to do that for kind of other generations and the, and
0: as then well. And the, 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 can I say founders, mm-hmm. uh, are they like young people as well?
1: No longer young. They were oh, young yeah, when they started, yeah. yes, because sure. obviously they were in, in mm-hmm. graduate
0: school. I think they're in,
1: all in their forties now.
0: Really? Yeah, forties
2: young. Eh? It is young.
1: I think it's because of how much they've done since. Because true, now true. the African Leadership Academy obviously was, uh, it, it was the source, right? We call it the Mecca. We mm-hmm. shouldn't because that's taboo. And mm-hmm. an apologies to the Muslims listening, but it's a Mecca of sorts. Mm. Um, we now have what you will find in the world: the African Leadership Group. Mm-hmm. Right, so there's the African Leadership Academy, which is the high school. So there's one and one okay. only. Okay. But there's an African Leadership University, okay. uh, has presence in Mauritius and Rwanda. So the high school now has a, two what universities university? running. Yeah, true. Uh, we have ALX, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty much if you think of the way in which we do um, so MOOCs, right, and online learning, and kind of like self learning, and kind of like certificate type learning, where you can take your Previous knowledge, transfer the skills into a new domain, and then essentially apply yourself. So lots of software engineers in East Africa now are coming out of the ALX pipeline. Sure, sure, Uh, sure. So that is based in Kenya, but very much offering uh, services across Senegal, uh, across um, the Ivory Coast as well. I believe maybe Nigeria is coming up soon. Uh, But there's there's a team that's kind of figuring that out. Um, There's ALN, the African Leadership Network, which is for... High-powered senior um, professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's wow. those. There's airline, You can find a lot of kind of sure, YouTube sure. stuff for that. It's a very, very interesting place. And then so you the kind many of like others.
0: Creating your own literally, um, your own mm-hmm. network. Yeah. of. Oh yeah. Wow. That's so... networking
1: is huge. I mean, I was networking with some serious names in high school. I was just like, am I in the room? Me. What uh, and your contribution there obviously is very small, but they want you to see. They mm. want none of it should be foreign to mm. you. They want you to see it must be something you 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 can feel. Yeah, you yeah. can practice it on your own because we still have like practice like um, networking sessions. Right, like you put your name tag and then you go around the room. This why I am elevator page. Mm-mm. who you are, what you're about, what you're interested sure, in, sure. how to just keep a conversation, tire-kicking going until mm-hmm. you can get open to a point where you're like, oh, okay, great, we can collaborate or let mm-hmm. us, let's change numbers. We actually had practice for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in, in many ways, and I, I mean, I can go on and on and on. There are many facets to the AL Group right the a- AL yeah. ecosystem the room and all that kind of stuff pioneered by the founders who like I said are, are very great people um, young but because again of the many things that they've done mm. very old in our eyes yeah um, and we've we've journeyed with them for oh, a very long time. time yeah uh, so I mean, you guys were we, like you know, a, the guinea pigs yes yeah, in a yes sense, yeah. we we had to be proof of concept in mm. those mm. early years a lot of pressure on us I'll say yeah. the first five, five classes at ALA mm. uh, and the many other classes at, in or at cohorts rather sure. at the other institutions. That have been born uh, of the AL group, they they know what that pressure is like because then they're like, listen, we've had Mastercard, for example, bring in a good chunk of change around here. We need to make that work, though. Sure. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, and over years, over the years, it pays off, right? Like that proof of concept, kind of, uh, you do your, you know, your MVP, your minimum viable product, mm-hmm. uh, and then it kind of works out, and then it kind of pays off dividends, and then mm-hmm. you go past the whole, you know, you're no longer uh, showing potential for earnings. You're actually kind of bringing in earnings mm-hmm. and then your actually, margins I'm and t- payoff then start showing actually, up later when on.
0: When you say that, it's one of, one of my questions where I was like, okay, um, you you are literally in a different uh, world because mm. you said, uh, uh, this is what you said, I think it was on your WhatsApp status. You said that... Um,
1: <laughs> oh my, wow. We are referencing <laughs> my WhatsApp status? <laughs> Yo!
0: So, so, so this is what you said. You said... Um, revenue target re, tag, target for the target revenue mm-hmm. net now let's <laughs> deal with something else i'm like uh. who, who talks about revenue at this time <laughs> well
1: it's because now i run a business i think that's, that's yeah. Nice. yeah yeah no, that's so that's yeah. so nice because i
0: was like okay um i think when i get into the the running of the business mm. um you will have to allow me we enter into the two-hour mark okay so um for those who are listening, you can even stop this and go do something else. But <laughs> we're going in deep, guys. We just want to get <laughs> as much knowledge as we can, right? Mm. So um maybe that can be our transition, right? To yeah. get to the to the business. Mm. So before we get to the business, mm. is it is it um the business that you're running, is it mm-hmm. also in data, data science yes, or yes. did you start by working as a data scientist? Yes, science?
1: I did work as a data scientist before, then you, before you started I ran a, a business. Maybe,
0: let's get into the, the work mm-hmm. and then we're going to get into the business now. Okay.
1: okay. And and the work part is pretty short because I didn't stay there for long. Okay. Um, so when I finished in Texas, I came back to South Africa um, and then I did uh, my master's at UCT sure. uh, in mm-hmm. economics. So continue with that but with a special focus in economic development. Um, mm-hmm. So master's in economics with a special Focus in economic development. Um, And that was, again, I wasn't studying it to be an economist, Uh, I was studying it to understand. Uh, the world of development uh, sure. from an economics perspective okay um and so you know I've, I've done my internships in insurance as management consulting as well as marketing and i've weeded out certain things i want to do certain things i want not like i now have a list of things that i know i definitely want to pursue mm-hmm. it does not look like one particular career but i'm willing to and be and open to what it might look like so anyways i decided you know what I could also, at the time also the great opportunity by way of scholarship um, and name recognition, I got the, 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 the scholarship for her, uh, for the masters. Came back, did that, and that's how I essentially decided, you know what, South Africa is it. I've been coming back every three months, ma- I mean, uh, every for year for months. three months. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now I'm back for two years, Um. I'm actually starting I landed into a community and I'm build um, building a life that I I kind of recognize, I like, I'm comfortable with. Sure. I can do something with this, mm-hmm. right? It does not look like much, but I can do something with yeah, this. You can so, work yeah. with it, yeah. so that's how I started. And then, uh, when I was still doing my master's, I did an internship within the research world, right, of economics. Because um, that's also something that lingers in your mind, right? Mm. Yeah, I feel like everybody who's done has done a master's has pressure to do something in research because then they want to feel like my master's and my research was worthwhile. Mm. We all have that bug. if you <laughs> say you don't, you're lying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I did that and... Actually, got exposed to a lot of people who are doing great work in fintech because the internship was in financial research, economic research in financial inclusion. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so you get to work with a lot of fintechs that are uh, building financially. Um, kind of forward-looking tools and resources, right? Because the, the, the world is largely, or at least Africa, is largely unbanked, um, and people want different financial products, right? Sure. From risk, which is within insurance, which is the division I was in because I had yeah. two years of experience working as a management consultant within a mm-hmm. insurance firm, um, stuff like that. So all these worlds are coming together. Mm, but, yeah. yeah, so people want insurance. That's a financial tool that FinTech can solve. People sure. want... Um, uh, a savings tool that kind of is accessible for them at their local puzzle. That's something that they can uh, use. Uh, people want um, a way to access remittances and money from abroad in a way that kind of makes sense and doesn't tax them as much. Right by the time the money comes to you, you still want it to have some value and you want it to be significant, you know, to a certain extent. Sure. Uh, so fintech kind of was a solution to that. Fintech is not the only solution. Just like to clarify, um, but I started working with a lot of fintech companies that were doing that. Sure. So that brought back the idea of kind of the startups that I was observing and kind of assisting with uh, back in Texas. Um, so yes, and then when I started working, I joined a startup. In fact, I don't, I've do not i never worked for any company that's not a startup. Um, mm. I, I did my corporate thing uh, in my internship years. And again, maybe another thing that let me know that maybe this is not a world I'd like to dive in because mm. once you're in, man, it's hard to be elsewhere. Mm. Right? It's, it's a comfortable, cushioned place sure, to sure. be. Uh, but my curiosity or at least my interests... Um, we're far beyond a role and maybe I wasn't patient enough to kind of wait two years and then get promoted to a different division and then pivot from that. Yeah, true, kind of stuff. True, true. The startup world worked for me. So I worked started working with a, um, a startup in uh, digital marketing. That's what they did. Uh, but I was a data scientist uh, on that team. Uh, worked with uh, a guy in ML, uh, machine learning, and a guy in um, AI. So three of us kind of were, kind of three musketeers, a trio sure. of sorts. Sure. Um, and then I was... Because I had... If you do economics, obviously that's is something you're very comfortable with and familiar with. Um, I had taken computer science classes in high school uh, and stayed with the tech world kind of like at the back of my mind sure, again in sure, Austin as well. Sure. Um, and so it wasn't foreign to it me. Is, it had just start
0: from somewhere. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> sure. And
1: I just want to clarify because people think, oh, I can just show up, twist that up and say, mm, mm, mm. me, I studied economics, I want to do it. No, that would be a lie. Um, so yeah, so that's what I did. And then... Um, prior to me starting that internship, like three weeks in, I kind of had to like do a crash course on like any and everything, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, the stats was there. The data visualization was there. The storytelling, I could do that with my eyes closed. Like certain things I knew, listen, I got this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could, the business case and the business use, um, that I could do, obviously as an economist, I I can speak that language, um, but had to brush our brush up on the tools that I we're using, right? Because I was mainly an R type person, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of Python here and there, um, and stuff like that, and maybe get to understand. Yes, I won't be working with the machine learning capabilities, but somebody on the team will, and we need to be able to speak. Okay. It cannot be that when he's speaking, it's gibberish to me, yeah, um, sure. because in that room, I'm going to be the non-tech person, right? The person with the non-tech background, background uh, yeah. in, in a way my boss really was taking a, a bet on me we went to the, actually the same university the university of texas okay. so funny we met in in, in, in cape town and yeah. he had a company that was working that anyway so mm-hmm. we clicked and we had the conversation so we understood just how much work i would need to do to you know, get up to speed. I was the mm-hmm. only data science te- scientist on the team. Mm-hmm. So I had to collaborate with other data like scientists company, elsewhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I had to collaborate with other data scientists elsewhere because we're building a new business unit within the startup. Because, um, sure. again, digital marketing isn't necessarily the first place you go to as a data scientist and uh, machine learning engineer or uh, an AI researcher. But okay. we all found ourselves there because there was, there was a vision this guy was trying yeah, true, to kind of true, put together. Um, and we made sense. Till this day... Closest friends, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In wow. Cape Town. In Cape Town. I sure. know I said that about the ALA people, that those are people in life. <laughs> and the thing about ALA is literally at any point, they could be anywhere in the world. So true, I, I true. don't see them on a, on a regular yeah. basis. Um, so yeah, so that's how that kind of came together. I've sure. been working in startups ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really just that. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversation with somebody who says, listen, um, the way you talk or the things you're interested in, we have clients that are mainly in this, in this field. Yeah. So for example, when I was doing uh, data science at the first startup, I specifically asked for clients that are kind of development-faced. For example, if there was a university that was on the payroll or at least a client of the business, sure. education is a big part of human capital development or development for the economy overall. Mm. Um, can I work with them? Yes, in their eyes, I'm just a, a cog in the kind of new business unit. Sure. Uh, but I know my, the insights I can extract from just what we're seeing any level of data, whatever the magnitude, I know what I'm looking at. I know exactly what I can do. Again, okay. I know yeah. what my value add is. <coughs> um, and so the other stuff, yes, might have been scary and certain things I was like, you know, don't trust me with this. Just don't. Yeah. Not yet. Not uh, yet yeah. still early days. I need yeah, more certifications. Well. Yeah, 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 very, true, very. Again, true. I know what my value add is. Mm. I'm not there for small mirrors. I, mm. I don't want to, because then you actually need to give your reputation a knock if you then start oh, saying, I oh, I can yeah. do this. I'm going to do this for you. And mm. then they're like, hey, but and then, can't do this. And the startup world is small, at mm. least in Cape Town, it is. You okay. don't want that reputation going true, around like, true. ah, this one, she's gonna sell you mm. like lies. Um, and I value people's time and resources. Mm. Uh, it takes a lot to run a business, again, having had experience true, um, true. at different and levels. I mean, having
0: had the experience of actually running as many, because you said you have yeah. been working Yeah, exactly, at a lot exactly,
1: now. right? And at many levels, which, true, which is what I was saying, true. right? The stakes are different. Mm. Um, but this is these are people who, All their life savings, sometimes even all that their lives, their families have, is on the line here. Um, And you spend a lot of time bootstrapping. Better work or better work. (laughs) Uh, Uh You bootstrap a lot of stuff. Uh, By Mm. the time really uh, people are believers, right? You've converted them to kind of like your evangelism. Yeah. Uh, really you've spent so much money and time yeah. right? which is why the state is about like revenue targets mm. that's huge because much as I don't run a startup I run a small business if you have a target and you actually meet it and you're profitable from the get go
0: Yo, wow. yo. Yeah. But, but, uh, I feel, but I feel like maybe that also the the, the, the many startup is giving you a platform to mm-hmm. kind of like sit down. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, you know I what like how my brain, brain works, works to do, yeah, yes, to, has been
1: reconfigured in a sense also. Mm-hmm. Because with a startup, you're very close to the decision-making process. Every part of that business makes sense to you. And a lot of my friends right now who work in startups value that over everything. Sure. I know the pipeline from beginning to end. And even if it's not a startup and small team, when you're close to those conversations, to the decision maker, you're close to essentially understanding how the business works. Mm. This has to be ticked. This box has to be turned over. This one has to know this. Who needs to know what? Essentially, and the workflow. Brilliant field. people
0: as well. Oh, yeah. yes.
1: They're if they're brilliant. doing it on a small scale, you know they're brilliant mm. because otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot goes falls through the track cracks, and you can't survive as a business true, true. if too much is falling. These are people who are attention to detail. They're quick, they're fast, mm. um, and even the, the the levels at which I execute now, I was never like this. Like I said, yeah. me, I was a cruising man. I cruise through a lot of true, life, true. and then now, if somebody mentioned something this morning, we need some prototype for it by the end of the day. You still thinking I'm gonna research? Let me see. Watch YouTube videos of sure, what this one sure. is doing. By the time we on our way home, like if we're cow pulling or whatever, this person is talking about, oh, yeah, I have a prototype for it. I think I just need to go... The research they're doing is more on how to improve on a prototype because mm. execute, execute, execute. Sure, sure. That, that speed at a startup, yo. <laughs> it's valuable, <laughs> it yeah, is true. crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so stuff like that. And once you... If you decide... And not that you have to. Some people if you go back into corporate and then understand that now again, where they can position themselves is very different. They go back on a much senior level. It
0: it, it makes sense why you say um, established corporates mm-hmm. are comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now 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 because when you said it first, I didn't really understand. Okay, what you meant. Yeah. But now when you see, when you're talking about executing and everything, because mm. it's like you have to be on your toes, getting yeah. things done. And yeah,
1: something that set up this bandwidth, right? Mm. And you yourself. Even as an employee, you know salary is coming at the end of the month. True, you know. So even if you take a time, you collaborate with this team and that team. The people who can do R and D, certain things can you can afford to move slower. The relationships have been built; people trust yeah, you. Yeah. They can take your word for it. A lot of groundwork has gone into a corporation, large corporates, right? True. Um, and kudos to them; great for them. Um, but when you're working in there, maybe with the kind of desires that I have, it wouldn't. Have been great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I would have been bored. Yes, early salaries, early career. Oh my god, you're earning this much, earning that much, whatever. Because um, there is a risk, right? Once mm. you deal with like heavy bonuses and like really turnaround times within startups, it's a hit or miss. You could mm. make significantly more than your peers, or you could just make. Hey, okay, you just that's me. what you took home. True, uh, and especially if you diversify your pay into like you know, a few stocks, a few other investments here and there. True. By the time they cash out, yeah, maybe, but also mm. they could crash because <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, so so stuff like that is, true, is true. It's, it's a gamble, but again, when you have the kind of desires that I had, yeah, and you trust that your journey is, you're okay, true. Um, I have enough systems around me cushioning me, right? Mm. Like I said, I do not, live the average life of a South African, in a sense. True, true. And again, uh, my boldness, maybe going back to the first thing we mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I'm emboldened, right? I'm yeah, not true. just bold. True. I'm emboldened true. by a lot of people in a lot of systems that have privileged me. I live yeah. in very privileged systems, and I don't want to lie to people about, yeah. oh, you can just quit this, do that, avoid that, or whatever. If they're giving you good money and you need good money, take yeah. good money. True. Uh, and True. if if you find that there is a way for you to navigate your way around, out of the thing, in back into it, whatever, do you? But for me, it has worked out that way. Um, and again, I think a lot of the groundwork was laid uh, earlier. But I, I can comfortably walk into a situation and trust that I'll be fine. And trust that I can find my way. Uh, but again, I am emboldened by
0: uh, a lot so, of stories. So um, So so with the because I, I I like I like. This conversation because it's it's very practical to mm. where everyone is at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone wants to be a startup, mm-hmm. um, shoo, and shoo, shoo. and and some of them they want to get it first value without the training. Because I feel like you mm. you've got like as many trainings yeah. and as many chances to. You, you've you seen the ups and downs mm-hmm. of, of a startup, right? Yeah,
1: because one year at a startup is definitely maybe three years at a corporate.
0: True. Because so that's you how s- close you are to the yeah. To the so you see, because there's there's a buzzword that like, start your own business, start your own business, start yeah. your own business. And there is, I feel like there's a world of knowledge because right mm-hmm. now when you're talking about business, I'm not trying to in- discourage myself as well, mm-hmm. but just to make someone understand, okay, what is this, what are whats what is what what is on table mm-hmm. which you have to put in the, yeah. the work. Yeah. So what ca- what advice maybe can you give for someone who <laughs> <What> <laughs> I advice? D- oh, I get sweats whenever <laughs> somebody says that to me. What yeah, advice I'm, can you I give? I know because I think but do continue, do
1: continue. we're, tra-
0: we're, tra- we're trying to 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 not necessarily p- make people be comfortable, like we mm-hmm. were talking about, like, okay, there's a comfortable place mm-hmm. and there's a place where there's going to be risk need- needed. Yeah. And there's going to be you needing to be swift in mm-hmm. terms of making your decisions, right? Yeah. So what are what are the, from from your your, your experiences, right, what mm-hmm. are the things that you can say, okay, guys, look out for this one, two, three, <laughs> this can help you to, in terms of your, your, your startup.
1: And uh,
0: that's, you can That's even touch tough on, for me You too. can even touch on, uh, on, on character as well mm. if if there is that part. Yes. But yes. Um, yeah, just, just feel free to just go.
1: I, I think I would be best suited to give um, feedback on that from just a general entrepreneurship perspective. Because much as I work for startup, I love to start a small business. By the way, I don't run a startup because I... I no. I've been, you know, it's like an Icarus, You close to the sun there. <laughs> I, I know what that heat is like. I know it's not for everybody. I'm not in a place in my life where I'm willing to put all my resources, my energy towards that. So I run a small business. I call it my small spaza. I run spaza. It's a small business. Uh, It's, you know, data science consultancy for, you know, eclectic group of clients. Yes, we do have international clients uh, and other kind of stuff, but it's a small business uh, by every sense of the word. Um, We do okay um, and we're on track and everything is, you know, going okay. We're eight months in... um, yeah. Which is crazy to say. Eight months in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Iron. thank you. Hmm. Thank you. Once we let's wait for the one year mark, you not know, like Am I making it to a year? Sure, um, sure. But we're small. And there there there's a key difference. There are key differences, I think, across board and many people think of them in different ways. But for me, uh, like I mentioned, we were profitable from day one. Right. I put together all my life experiences, all the side hustles, whatever, all of it to say Let me pause from uh, nine to five for a year. This is what I can do. Like this is the product. This is the 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 one area, the lane within somewhat within digital marketing uh, where I said I can use the data science tool for this, and it can be profitable. So we're profitable from get go. Our growth rate, we are growing at a very linear state, and that was by design, very much in line with small business status. Mm -hmm. We do not have a steep growth scale. Please, that's that startup world, because it, it requires a lot of capital to keep up with that growth. Okay. Um, the kind of people and the talent that I use is on a contractual basis and a lot of favors from people who I've met oh, throughout I the see, industry. I see, yeah. Um, because if you say you're running a small business, people take a liking to that more than I run a startup because now they're asking for checks that I, mm. I ain't got. <laughs> I, I, yes. <laughs> These are people who, if I hired on a daily basis, they would take up all my budget. Oh, I see. Like, and I would really have nothing to do with anything else. They, they cost a lot, right? Mm. Um, and that's just the cost of startup world. Uh, they know if they're being poached, this is what it costs. Sure. They might take a knock here and there, but they know the payoff when maybe the company goes to IPO or gets acquired or whatever. It's it's a different conversation. Sure. It's not one that I can comfortably put on the table. <laughs> so I am a small business, not a startup. Yeah. Um, our projection for 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 earnings and by way of like maybe diversified products that we offer, or services or allied services or whatever, still very small, very simple, straightforward type stuff. I start like and I started with what I knew with clients I knew. It has grown by word of mouth and kind of very little marketing, if that. Um, so yes, that's also another thing that's worth noting. I am. A small business, not a startup. So I think that's always great for me to kind of start with, because um, sometimes you might feel like, oh, okay, this revenue life is good. You know, certain figures are being made there. So a startup, no, no. Mm. it's a small, it's a small business. But for people who want to start a startup, uh, and again, like I said, I'm gonna maybe answer from an um, uh, entrepreneurship sure. perspective. Yep. <laughs> um, character, maybe will be the first thing I start with because you you asked about that. Um, you just need to have a certain tenacity about you, like almost dogged belief that this is it. Um, and this is it not by way of stubbornness, but more of you are willing to take an idea, put it into a prototype, actually put it into some sort of market, even if it's a subset, test it out and see if it works. Your learnings need to then feed back into this works, right? Yes, tenacity is to kind of keep mm-hmm. going at it, but it needs to be evolutionary. It mm-hmm. cannot be circles, running around the same circles. It's like, no, no, no. In my mind, it was like this because they, they do say within the startup world, understand you'll have almost three businesses. The one you have in your mind, the one that you build that will actually have the limitations of the world mm-hmm. because if you want to take a unicorn and turn it into a goat, uh-uh. mm, the world, good uh, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And if where you're at and where you're operating and maybe the access to the software that you have is allowing you to only do A, B, C, do that. And then then the, the last type of business is the one that your users will tell you you have. Sure. Right? Uh, so you have a thing in your mind, you build it. You're Your second business number two, you will very clearly realize it's not the one that you have on paper. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then the third one where literally you could have built uh, Facebook for... Uh, you know, Facebook was for rating girls' beauty in the beginning, yes. <laughs> you could have built it for that. And then your users take it and then they are now selling, it's a marketplace. Mm. Literally, it's mm. um, Amazon of sorts now, true, right? True, um, what you, What people use your business for is then so now becomes. So it involves the time. Yeah. Yes. And so your tenacity has to be in, it, it works, um, it's an informed uh, doggedness around things working. Mm. Um, and you have to really be almost like dedicated to things that work. Not things that should be, things that could be, all of that, it's great. Mm. And your your so heart will break it, a lot. Be- kind
0: of like uh, allergic to mediocre.
1: In a sense, sometimes you actually, and not even allergic to mediocre in the sense that obviously you, you, you wanna put in mediocre work, but sometimes even your output will be mediocre. And you need to be able to take that. Like, take that in very quickly. Like, don't personalize it, mm. attach too many emotions, whatever. <clears throat> this is mediocre work and yeah. you will know that you are also capable of mediocre work yeah, yeah. but there are learnings there. Are you able to identify those? Go back to the growing board and come back to this thing fast. Mm. Second thing and maybe is that speed. Yo, you cannot be an overthinker and be Slow. great at startups. Like having a startup. right? Okay, because things again, yeah? you cannot be an overthinker and be great at running a startup. Okay. Uh, somehow if that's a character you have find almost a kill switch that you can oh, access yeah, sure, sure. sure, because stop, yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, true. you you need either it's a person or some way some questions you need to ask yourself three questions I need to ask myself yeah. when i have something that hasn't worked or whatever because yeah. if you're overthinking by the time you give us your product there's one competitor that you didn't see coming that has already done that. There's an uh, kind of affiliated platform that now gives us ability to do this thing. It does not mm-hmm. look like what you want it to look like. Sure. But I'm not going to get um, a budget planner if my bank already has a budget planning tool embedded into the platform mm-hmm. I had. You've been overthinking what this thing would look like. Hey, boo, other people have now added it on to yeah, the true. services that are already there. Yeah, right? You have to yeah. meet people on the path. Um, and so the overthinking part will slow you down. So speed, Mm -hmm. speed, 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 uh, but informed speed, right? Which speaks to the the first point. Um, And I mean, there are many other things, but uh, kind of knowing the talent part is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Keeping the talent, whether you have them full-time or on contract basis, Mm -hmm. building the team is maybe what might make or break the scaling part of it. Of oh, a startup, yeah, makes sense, yeah. Right. So in makes the beginning, sense, yeah. you, like I said, calling in favors, whatever. These are people you know. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's it's
0: volunteering and
1: yeah. So then idea. now people are asking for their worth. Now the kind of capabilities are thinning out, so you need to bring in more people. Mm. Um, and kind of what you want to do is is a lot to ask because a lot of there's a lot of capital investment at first, capital be it money or talent-wise or even hours. You're asking people to work ridiculously hard. In the beginning, you know it's gonna pay off. You know the because and also the, a big part of kind of your startup talent they have to buy into the vision mm-hmm. more than just what a corporate company can tell you when you're interviewing yeah, for them because you are like working people to the bone. Mm. You are asking a lot from them, and if you can't really uh, get that right. It's tough, right? And some people maybe will take this conversation, branch it off into, oh, hiring family and friends. This <laughs> and the other. Listen, I'm not going yeah. there. You you know what your people's capabilities are. True, um true. But yeah, I will say those three are uh, top of mind um, and key. There are many others. Um, and maybe when it comes... And some people I think we might speak to the level of tech that you use, which is maybe another big difference between a small business and a, a startup. You can because um, our tech is not super sophisticated. We use just the general tools that um, data scientists use. But should we scale, definitely we're going to need to scale in a very different direction, sure. and we might start getting into startup territory. Mm. Uh, so the technical ability there. For me, that kind of speaks to the team, uh, but uh, the kind of tech that you use and how you're applying it, don't use it just for the sake of tech. Um, the, you can't be the, the, the guy with a hammer thinks everything is a nail. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay,
0: sure, 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 Yeah, sure. Don't, don't be that guy yeah, yeah, sure.
1: uh, with great tech but really nothing to you know use yeah. it on or having yeah. people build tech that actually speaks nothing to the third business that you build, meaning mm. the business that your users are telling you you True. need. Um, you you could have fancied yourself a guy who has a, you know, a tech startup that works in ABC way and it's great and it can do this. Oh, look at how cool it is. But if your users are only using 30% of their capabilities, strip them up, like repackage them, put them in a oh, different yeah, way or at sure, least yeah. use them to enhance the parts that they are using mm-hmm. uh, or build future products true, true. Uh, Like as the, as the platform evolves, evolves or as, as yeah. people evolve. Yeah. Um, so all of that needs to speak to the third business because the first one is very personal, detached from that. Uh, the second one is the practical sense right? This is when you have your team and you're actually using all these tools that you have and the skills that you have. Uh, reiterating usually happens mostly in that second stage, the like information mm-hmm. we're gathering from when we fail or when something is mediocre or whatever. Uh, but the third business is essentially where uh, your talent will make the most difference. So yeah, I would I would wow. say uh, it's it's entrepreneurial, maybe a little startup focused, um, but you are hearing this from a small business owner. Let me just say. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, um, by the way, congratulations! Congratulations as well for being a, an owner. Thank you. Uh, we we I look up. Let me not. Uh, I look up. in, I look up to to you, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm literally it's literally the conversation that I'm having with you. is literally the, the like I said. Remember I told you about my mentor. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's the things that I, he would say, and I'm like, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> and, but, I should meet this mentor of yours. So. Yeah, literally. Um, I, I'll, I'll I'll really set you set you guys up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just love the fact that, um, there is a world mm-hmm. out there which most people they. We most people, or maybe most people that I know rather, Yeah. they are in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. So we're not, we're not in the the the. the course, this I, f- I feel like if I have a conversation with you, I can mm-hmm. I can hear yeah, this a world changing mm. conversation. Like okay, these are people who are, if things are happening, you I wouldn't be shocked to say okay, okay, okay this is what's happening. Okay, mm. and then this person is actually running. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it will be. It, will, it, it would. It would be in line with what, in line you with what yeah. you're doing. So uh, if if oh, the best idea that I can be is to manage some co- big corporate, yeah. yes, but I think I feel like most people, since we are talking about the buzzword of starting our own businesses, mm-hmm. which we, you
1: shouldn't just fall into bed. Those are <laughs> tough things. Huh? It's yeah. not for everyone. And shout True. out to all the 95ers and corporate world people out there. Yeah. I love you. Love you a lot.
0: Yeah, we we love ourselves
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> love you <long.
0: laughs> love you love <long>, you yeah. <laughs> but uh but i feel like uh this this actually gives maybe some of us mm. to say that okay guys um uh, let's stick in our lane for those who are still sent mm-hmm. to And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. right? And if it works for you, work for you. It mm-hmm. works for you. Yeah. Uh, go for that extra degree mm-hmm. to, to add some yeah. new challenges. And quarters. it could be
1: like a great springboard because I did work, maybe not in a corporate, but I did work prior. And a lot of the funding that has funded us in the first eight months, a lot of that is mm. from the work that corporate, I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, so, so it's. Um, Coming back to say that this these are the things which at least um, I'm glad that I have I have you here. Mm-hmm. It 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 how helps us to to not only conceptualize because every time when you think when you crunch the numbers you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can make one million mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know, Fantastic. I mean. But the moment you start sitting down and and try to implement, mm-hmm. you realise that oh, okay. because... Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you were talking about my Acha business, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a time when I was like, No, man, I can do this thing. Yeah. And you do this, you do it, and you're like, Wait, mm-hmm. where are those numbers yeah, that yeah. I saw? Yeah, the <laughs> numbers on me? my paper on the spreadsheet. <laughs> you understand? What I, mean? I definitely know <laughs> what I mean? I'm seeing in the bank account. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, you touched, you touched on that. There's three business. Yep. That was the business in my mind. That may
1: be, may be the biggest takeaway <laughs>
0: of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So cool. for anyone
0: hoping to go into business, my friend,
1: mm. there are three. The Not just the one you <laughs> have on your PowerPoint slide. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm actually excited that um, you're also coming up with knowledge which will someone someone can use mm-hmm. to say, okay, guys, um, I've heard of this. And and you're, you're playing around with uh, showing, okay, this is, because you see, um, they usually say that if I am a, What, what is the word? Uh, let me think. So they yeah. say that if you um uh you you became successful mm-hmm. overnight. Mm-hmm. Oh that overnight overnight success, overnight success yeah. that overnight was actually seven years. Yes. yes. So it was overnight success mm-hmm. but it was there's a lot of school fees you have to pay oh yeah, oh, yeah. to get to the place where you you are. Mm-hmm. So um I'm grateful I'm grateful for this conversation. Me
2: too. I'm
0: also grateful for for, for a, man, a man of God, a pastor, who literally, these conversations, he literally, like, because he's he's a founder of a church, right, mm-hmm. and literally, when I was talking to you, I was like, there's, there's so much, mm-hmm. and you see, we, with us, we actually work for him, mm-hmm. we see, we, I'm starting to say that, okay, so this is the type of person that you want to work with, because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because ministry is different, because you don't have to let me not put things which which will incriminate us <laughs> the
1: business of the ministry <laughs> you understand what I mean but yeah. but
0: I'm actually seeing like self-reflecting mm. to kind of like see that yeah. okay this is the type of person that I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. for my man of God so that we can just uh, push mm-hmm. this work you understand what yeah. I mean oh yeah 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 so
1: which I, we all have to do I think at different levels the the best thing to do even as an employee at a 9 to 5 and I hate that we have this 9 to 5 thing but anyways um, like 9 to 5 slander is what I hate but even as a business you are very well ve- i mean even as an employee you are very valuable to your leader or your boss um, when you can essentially make their life easier true if if you get that like yes i'm great at my job but do i make my boss's life easier easier yeah oh the relationship you have there when you there, get to that
0: point yeah you, yeah
1: you, you make magic with them mm. they even bring you into the fold like they, they bring you closer be. because Definitely, you know yeah. you're not dead weight you're not a liability this is somebody who did you, uh, maybe maybe not an asset in the asset sense, but you are an asset, right? Yeah, definitely, this yeah. is somebody who... Uh, there's, a, there's a love song that kind of this Nigerian guy sings. Yeah. It's like, I I love you because you're easy. Like, mm. you, you don't stress me. True, right? true. Right? And true. not easy as in, like, you're easy to get or whatever. Mm. But just, like, I'm um, calm around s- you. Yeah, true. I You're a reliable person to have. I can say a thing, do a thing, and know that you won't sabotage it. In fact, you might enhance that mm. experience. Mm. Uh, and certain people will boil that down to, oh, there's a doer. But beyond that, you're a listener, you're a doer, you mm. are supportive, you are, mm-hmm. you know, curious, you are all of that. Um, if you can be that even on an employee level, you actually can get to see uh, a very different perspective to mm. work, money, uh, success, business, whatever it is that you are kind yeah. of trying to get at, Yeah. You know.
0: Um. I'm not sure if there's anything that we have to say
1: no, not really no. um yeah. uh there's this research that was done on me I'm wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop this before we get to the deep, deep, deep <laughs> dark parts that you got <laughs> no, to. No, we'll, we'll, keep, um, we'll
0: keep that for off the mic. Yes, here, but, but I think uh, the,
1: the the highlights were mentioned. In many ways, we were reminiscing. I think in the yeah, beginning, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Kind of high school days, uh, how we got to know each other. The, the switch, main switch for me, just kind of which was the African Leadership Academy. True. Um, I think I've spoken at length about that. You, if you're interested, you can go look them up. Um, and then what work has been like? It's very been very unconventional for me, uh, mm-hmm. which is why you know career days. I, I don't. M- because I'm like what I'm gonna say looks like nothing a lot of people say but probably is very similar to mm-hmm. what a lot of people experience maybe in the True. corporate setting yeah. um, and maybe might experience or realize it a little later uh, within their young lives but as young people, these are things that we are all experiencing. Uh, me, maybe in a slightly isolated world, but the world, nonetheless. Um, so I think those those aspects were covered. And uh, yeah, I guess if people want to know like what my actual services are, they can, I don't know, they can DM me. They can um, DM you, and then you can. Let but me no, know.
0: I, I think to make it easier, mm-hmm. um, if if you're, like you were saying, because um, I've set this up in a way that if they want to get hold of you directly, mm-hmm. I can just put your email there so yeah so
1: that's dangerous eh yeah, like so, yeah my email so depend, is a depend,
0: mess. depending on what you want so yes. whatever mode yes. of communication I will, I will, I will then you can just give, give it to that me you. then yeah. we'll just put it down there yeah. and then um on the is it the description yes on the description yes <laughs> yes In the description then box then, below exactly <laughs> <laughs> so when i put it there and then they can just like get all over you from there yes um, yeah, so
1: I think I oof, I used to have this. I will have to just kind of find it, uh, yeah, a no, link, no, I mean, almost no, like a Google yeah, form. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so it's, you're not really getting any direct access, unfortunately, but it does go into a place that I do frequently check. Mm. Uh, so it's a link. You can open it up, tell me what your name is, what your email is, what you'd like to hear, whether you heard about me from this podcast elsewhere. Um, or if you want to collaborate, are curious about certain things, want clarification. Um, I think I, where I am, I have the liberty to be transparent. I will be as transparent as possible. Sure, sure. Beyond that, I think I can at least guide you to somebody who might be of better help than me at that point in time. Uh, but yes, I think I will set that up, send it to Shepherd, and you guys can uh, link up with me there because I've, I've also been interested in some of the uh, <laughs> guests that have come through and I've looked them sure. up myself personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if any, any. Th- of what i said uh has been of interest to you i'm i'm glad uh, and grateful that it was uh
0: and yeah i'm like i said willing to step in when i can awesome mm-hmm. that's take a podcast guys uh thank you very much for staying for the past two hours and a half tege, tege. <laughs> <laughs> people most people they won't understand where they come from yeah i get it but you <laughs> i know exactly, sure you know exactly what it is. <laughs> But yeah. yeah. You guess, just experienced Estege. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Bye.